You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Dread Pirate Roberts. No, what was his name? One-Eyed Willie. One-Eyed Willie versus Dread Pirate Roberts, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, mash Which one wins? I like that. I'd say Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Since the other one, uh, well, first of all, he's got one eye. <laughs> what? But the skull just like so, closed up. So how about this? Hmm? One-Eyed Willie versus the Six-Fingered Man. Ooh. <laughs> it's a game of numbers, Joel. It sounds like a porn, actually. It's a game. Yeah, it does. <laughs> hey, you want to play a little uh, One-Eyed Willie versus the Six-Fingered six Man? <laughs> what is it, Joel? What is One-Eyed Willie versus the Six-Fingered Man? Bend over, I'll show you. <laughs> no, what is it? What's a push pop? <laughs> so I was thinking about Goonies. Yeah. You know, we did the podcast last week, and rarely do I want to so, like come back and make another point so like, in, the next, in the next podcast. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to talk about something. We were talking about like how the police were just like, Completely, they, they were just a group of buffoons in yeah, this movie. They couldn't jump over six inches of fire, Joe. Not only could they not jump over six inches of fire, but I wanted to skip ahead when Chunk calls the cops. Oh, yeah. And he's like, hey, uh, I've been taking. Like, obviously, the news of the Fratelli's prison escape yeah, yeah. should have been all over the wire. Yeah. So, like, when a kid calls up and is like, hey, the Fratellis are here. Like, you know shouldn't what, that though? be, even if it's a, a prank, shouldn't that be like, all right, maybe we should check that out. But don't you think that because of that, like they had so many calls in no. uh, for for uh, Fratelli sightings? No. I've got a Fratelli sighting. I don't think so. Why or not? else the guy wouldn't be sitting there at his desk playing with his fishing lure. No, that's true. Like he looked like... Is that a euphemism? It was the only call he'd received all night. <laughs> <laughs> so that was another... I just thought all about... Right, I was that's like, a good point. What the fuck, you know? More like, evidence of buffoonery from the Astoria Police Department. Oh, you stopped the that buffoonery. APD. <laughs> yeah, so, you know me. So, um, dude. Dude. Really cool uh, backyard arcade oh, party thank again. You. thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it because, goddamn, I'm never doing that again. Bullshit. It's, uh, You're not going to do that anymore? Well, no. Well, first of all, I'm moving. So, like, the new backyard, I don't have uh, I don't have the room well, for maybe, all that. Maybe we do that in the, like, Cox's backyard. They love hosting parties. <laughs> Just volunteer. Well, uh, yeah, no, we could do that. They there. do. They like hosting the parties. I mean, the same weekend you had your backyard arcade thing, oh, they yeah. did their, their fourth Sharknado. annual Sharknado party. The fourth awakens. Which, like, I'm... <laughs> Um, I wish we could have watched the rest of Sharknado Four. It was it was off to a promising start. Uh, it it ended like it began. Oh, really? So, uh, pretty, actually, actually, uh, this one this one kind of zigged and zagged a little bit. When did you leave? I didn't notice. We, well, we left pretty pretty quickly. Um, oh yeah. Uh, after the casino, the car mm-hmm. going down the little like circular ramp. Oh, at the they were still in Vegas. Yeah, they were in Vegas. Oh, then you missed the nuke NATO. Yeah, and the fire NATO. I saw Jenna mention the nuke NATO on Facebook. They, there were so Spoilers. many NATOs. Spoilers. All of the okay. NATOs. Please. <laughs> The NATO, the National, the National Association is, of uh, Trade tectonic, Organization, whatever uh, it is. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, so that, that was a good time. No, but you're at the Backyard Arcade Party, again, staying up until freaking 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yep. I think I did the same thing last year. Yeah, we did. Like, except last year it was The Simpsons. Yeah. And this year you uh, you stuck X-Men. around to beat Final Fight. Well, yeah, X-Men first. X-Men first, and then I played through Final you Fight. You through Final Fight. I was impressed. Well, and, and it's kind of like the like last year. I kind of waited and let everybody else do their playing. I yeah. didn't get any Mario Kart in, and you were playing my favorite Mario Kart this time around. <sighs> Sorry. Well, you know, I even took a poll on uh, on the website. Yeah, you did. Between you that took and... It deep. <laughs> 
Because I thought people would want to play like one of the more updated Mario Karts. No, that man. game came out like almost 20 years N64 ago. N64 Mario Kart is where it's at. People liked That's it. That's a fun one. And I had my 3DS with me just in case somebody took me up on the whole... Uh, really? Oh. Hey, we'll do some Mario Kart 7. I'm like, all right. Oh, interesting. But nobody, nobody did. No, people, yeah. Um, nobody brought their own VOs. But had a great time. Dude, thank you, by the way, you, for bringing the Dragon's Lair. Uh, oh, yeah. Those were a big hit. Were they really? Uh, yeah. See, I saw a lot of people try to play them and then get super frustrated. <laughs> they are. They're so hard. Yeah. And it's a lot of repetition. It's not really something you can just jump in and play for a few minutes. Well, it, not only that, but the way you control that game, especially when you're playing it on a Blu-ray player. Yeah. Uh, I not was, ideal. I had almost finished the first Dragon's Lair. And then I hit the home key underneath yes, the directional button. That happened to me too. <laughs> uh, I was like, no, bad design. No, that's and that stupid Sony Blu-ray player. Not going to start over again. No, I'm but so it, glad that lost the high definition discord, huh? <laughs> huh? Uh, I know. So uh, I, I got to tell you too, like you and Jenna have this mutual friend. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, what's his name? Scott is his name Scott? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, we have a Scott. This dude. Is so funny. Yeah, he's great. Like, isn't he? He's one of those guys. That's like, he's a listener too, so you can speak to him. Oh shit! Directly well, I probably shouldn't. The, oh, are you talking about to talk shit about him? No, I wasn't about to talk shit. <laughs> Cut this part out. Jeff. It's just Cut that I don't. Out. I don't like. I don't like. You know, blowing well, you someone's know. skirt up. Uh, but no, go for it. Okay, the dude's one of those kinds of people that's so funny mm-hmm. that like. When you're talking to him and he says something that's fucking hilarious, cracks you up. You want to follow up with something and you're still too busy thinking of like <laughs> what he just fucking said that you fail every time at a retort. He's good at those. Like he is fucking funny as hell. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed I was enjoyed telling him. Sarah that on the way home. I was like, that fucking friend of theirs, Scott, is just fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, yeah, he so, lives right there in Plano, like three down, uh, three 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 doors down, three doors down. That's right. Five, my, if you my go my crazy, we still call him. Still Superman? call you Superman. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it fucking cracked my shit. Oh, uh, well, I'm good to hear. Uh, We're making, making love connections all over the I place. I don't love connections. We'll get him on the podcast. The dude just, the dude just fucking just slayed me. I've done a podcast with so him. Much, we'll get him on so much so that it just it would it would send me into a like, stupidity mode. Can you give examples? Do you remember anything he said? No. No? No, I don't. All right. I just remember at cool the story, time. Bro. Like, he'd say something. Well, you're the one that asked for fucking <laughs> specifics. Uh, I'm just telling you the dude was funny, oh, so thanks. funny that I couldn't think of anything right, to like, well, back it up. Stop talking about him. He's going to give him a big head. He doesn't need that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. Mine's Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're bad movies. Sometimes they're good movies. Mm. Whatever the case may be, um, it will be a movie. And we'll watch it each week. And Well, not the same movie. However, <laughs> yeah, did you know there's, week. A, there's a podcast that watches the same movie every week for a year? What? Why? Uh, I can't remember what it's called. But like, Torture. <laughs> they watch, I think this year, they're watching Sex in the City too, and every, every week, week they watch it for a year, and they podcast about it, and they invite different guests on. Oh, I to see. watch okay. the movie so with them. Get repetitive. How many times? Yeah, can you, we can't even go an hour on most movies, <laughs> much less. Uh, are you kidding me? We go, we go an hour and a half. That's a good point. Every week now, we went from being like a forty-five minute podcast to like doubling that. Well, Joe, I have a feeling this is going to be another one of those supersized episodes because uh, yeah. not only am I am I a big fan of, but you're also a client. I'm also <laughs> <laughs> not only a member. Uh, yeah, you remember. Uh, so this is where we come to talk about movies. Oh, sorry. Every, finish every, your spiel. I, I have to. I'm OCD. I've got to finish it. Uh, and we uh, we dissect it with each other, and we talk about it with you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners. You can talk back to us, uh, ideally on Facebook. Yeah. You can catch us on the Facebooks, put the Editing Bay in the search bar, find that picture of the woman with the bleeding eyes. That's us, and that's where you can talk back. So you were saying? Uh, no, I was going to say this is going to be a supersized. Not episode. only is this a supersized episode because we have I, I I don't know about you I have a lot to say about the movie. I got a lot to about. say. Uh, I got a lot to say. I don't know. What I you're can't doing. remember now. 
What? Like, it's the Ramones. Is this Three Doors Down? Again? It's the Ramones. Oh, man. I'm not a. I, I can't say. It's actually from one of the. It's from Adios Amigos, which was like their last. One of their last studio albums. Hmm. But, uh, they kind of know. flew under my radar for me. Yeah. I don't know why. That's that's great. You know, when you're a hipster and you appreciate music and stuff, <laughs> that the fucking Ramones flew under I your radar. I liked them before when they were a different band, under a different name, playing different songs. <laughs> when we called them the Raymonds. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> then they added that E. It was just ridiculous. Their first album was much better than the, than the first, first album. album. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim reference number one, everybody. For those of you playing Scott Pilgrim bingo at home. No, I was going to say, uh, we, we've, we have a couple of uh, special things to talk about this week. One of which was, um, we actually had uh, some comments on our Facebook page that uh, we, we never have. Every now and then I'll, I'll, I'll talk to people. <laughs> we're, we're so surprised we get some talk back. <laughs> no, no, it's not that we don't have comments. We do have comments. And thank you, by the way, for going to the Facebook page. We, have, we have spectacular comments. We have the best the, comments. The best comments. They're huge. They're classy. They're huge. The classiest <laughs> comments. You want to talk about comments. <laughs> but this year, uh, this year, this week... Um, we had somebody recast an episode that we had done a couple of weeks ago. Our friend Jared. They, re- they recast our episode? Listener Jared. Yeah. Like you and I? <laughs> I am. I was recast by Jeff Goldblum. No. And you were uh, Scott Conn. Jeff Fahey. Oh. As I've said before. <laughs> Jeff Fahey. We'd just be the two Jeffs. <laughs> no. Um, uh, listener Jared uh, uh, listened to the, the Highlander episode and posted a little uh-huh. something on the Facebook. Had some, some effusive words for us. And then went ahead and did his own recast. And I thought I'd read it here now on the air for those to enjoy. Cool. Do you mind? I, I don't. That's right. why I said cool. He went with uh, so with uh, for Rachel. If you recall, Rachel was the the older lady who yes. uh, Connor had saved. That's right uh, from the in Nazis. World War Two. He went Judy Dench. Oh, that's good. That's for that a good one, one. Which I thought was pretty good because he he comments it's seventy years since World War Two now. So he's he's recasting for twenty sixteen. Oh, that's good. Uh, Heather, who was the the old Scottish, who uh, wants to sleep. With Heather. What is that from? Uh, it's. I was redoing Who Jesus. Wants to Live Forever. I'm Queen. owed for two right now. Oh, yeah. there we go. Very nice. It was uh, only a song in the movie. He went with Amy Adams. Amy for Adams Heather, is good. Which I thought was well. I don't like her, but I think that's a good recast. For what? Yeah, you don't have. I a, don't. I got to think about Amy Adams. I just, you, I don't and you've like always her. been that way, haven't uh-huh. you? And yeah. I love her in everything. I love her in the Muppets. I even liked her in, as Lois Lane. Did you like her in Leap Year? Ooh, did I see that one? Is that the one? Is that a body switching nope. film? Nope. What it's, is that one? It's about? the one where she goes to Ireland to propose. It's because it's like every leap year, it's it's like appropriate for a woman to propose to a man. Oh, interesting. And so she goes to Ireland to meet up with this guy that she wants to propose with, and and he's you know, cheating but, on her with but somebody no, else. No, 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 because they're not really together. Uh. Uh, but she's with this guide, this Irish guide, that like is taking her across the Irish countryside. And guess what, Joel? Hmm. They fall, they in, fall love. in love. Is it the guy from uh, Bridesmaids? The cop? Probably. What's his name? Chris O'Dowd? Yeah. No. Okay. It's a different guy. Wrong country. <laughs> it's a completely different guy. Um, well, uh, So Amy Adams. Amy Adams, uh, which I, I love. You hate. That's fine. Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez. Every time. The Sean Connery. <laughs> uh, he did uh, Oded Fair. Uh, oh, from The Mummy. The Mummy fame. Yeah. And then uh, my favorite, he recast the Kurgan with, you may not recognize the name because I don't think he's blown up quite yet, but he will. When he plays Aquaman, we're talking about Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa. Yes. How do you know that? that Cal Drogo from Game of Thrones. And let man. me tell you, I love a Jason Momoa for brunch on a Sunday morning. You yeah, know, a little yeah, bit get of, a nice little orange slice. Like that orange slice in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes it gets a little too strong. You don't want to get it too strong. Uh, but you want a nice, a nice livable buzz That's for right. Sunday. That's right. And then finally, Sunday Funday. And then finally, uh, <laughs> as Connor McLeod, uh, I'm a little jealous that neither one of us thought of this, but uh, he went with Tom Hiddleston. Loki. 
Hey, that's pretty good. Right? Not bad. That's pretty good. He doesn't good. get a chance to play a good guy enough. Although, did you see the trailer for the new uh, King Kong movie coming out? Skull Island or whatever it's called? Wait, what? Do you have no idea about this? No. You're looking at me with furrowed I th- brow. I kind of thought after Peter Jackson's King Kong, like they were like, we probably shouldn't go Well, back hopefully here. this one won't be three hours. And you know what? That's not a bad film, though, except for the fact... Once they get it, off it the It suffers islands. from the, uh, the, 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 the whatchamacallit. Um, <laughs> I, I had his name in my head as I was saying this. Jack Black. Uh, no, the the director, the the Peter knocked Jackson. up director, Peter Jack Black, knocked up director. Oh, uh, uh, Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. It mm-hmm. suffers from the Judd Apatow thing. Yeah, Needs King Kong would be a great movie if they cut it the fuck down. Well, we don't need all the dinosaurs and the bugs. Well, How many different action sequences before we even need, find Kong? You need to pick one of the dinosaur scenes, and yes. I say you keep the T Rexes versus Kong. That's great. We don't need don't the brontosaurus. Don't need the, the brontosaurus stampede. Agreed. Don't need the fucking insects. The bugs. Not only was that unnecessary, mm-hmm. it was fucking terrifying. It was. It was. Yeah. Watching uh, poor who does the voice of Gollum? <laughs> that would be uh, uh, David Thewlis. No. <laughs> Watching uh, that would be Emperor Snoke. Thank you. Yes, whatever that guy's name is, I can't think of it right now. Like, why do we step in here? And the moment we step into this room, it's just brain and we drain. start talking, like fucking done, done. Like we can't Andy Circus. Andy oh, Circus. My favorite. I love the circus. I love when they do their shows in Vegas. <laughs> Andy Cirque du Soleil. Was it? Didn't he have his like pants were accidentally unzipped at the Oscars this past year? What? Yeah. Oh, like, poor guy. He was he out, presenting? Or, he, was well, pre- I think well, he was presenting all right, wasn't yeah. he? <laughs> <laughs> Present them. <laughs> but I think his pants were undone. Oops. That was, yeah. Not a, on purpose or accident? I think he just came straight from the bathroom or whatever. Yeah, they, and, uh, a lot of alcohol flowing at those, I know, those right? events. All those orgies. But anyway, watching him getting slowly consumed by, a, by, by yeah, whatever by, that was. By a centipede. Was just uh, unsettling. And uh-huh. he was one of my favorite characters in that film. Anyway. Well, the, uh, the thing about his character, though, mm-hmm. was that like he was weirdly... Expository, yes, for just like a cook on a ship, right? He had all this weird information about Skull Island <laughs> yeah. that was convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, there was just a lot going on in that movie Too that much. didn't have to be there. But still, the heart of it was there, and I liked the Jack Black, and the, I, I love the the final act, the the big climax, the way that played out. Yeah. Uh, so Hiddleston's going to be in a Kong movie. Uh, yeah, he and uh, Brie Larson. I'm surprised. Hey, you haven't. Been will she be Envy Adams again? Uh, Can she just be Envy Adams <laughs> in all of her films? Yeah. She can. Oh, the play that role. I'm again. just what I'm. I'm worried about is now that she's won this Oscar for Room. Oh, it's gonna go to her head. I'm afraid that that's all she's gonna do now. What, Oscar-worthy films, like just these big. Like I like her in her smaller roles. Like, oh. and I don't mean smaller like bit parts. Yeah, but I mean like, and and I know this is silly because one of my favorite parts is Envy Adams, and that is nothing but grounded. Right. Uh, <laughs> eye roll. You can't. You can't <laughs> see it. Uh, but like, I loved her in the spectacular. Now. Yeah, where that's she played right. his ex, mm-hmm. and then the role that she played in what was it, Don John with Joe Golev? Is she in that? She played his sister. <gasps> oh, that's right. Yeah, and oh, she was really fucking good. good. She plays these really good roles, mm-hmm. and I'm just afraid that and now that she's, she's done room, she's going to be like you know a little. Well, she is a little more artsy. She's in Captain Marvel. And no, she's going big. She's she's, she's in going Captain Kong Marvel. And Captain Marvel. That's right. I did see that that news. Yeah. I, I'm not sure I agree with that. I'm not sure with that, her casting. Yeah, this is a surprise. To yeah, me. I mean, what just. I still think that... Who would you have recast? A movie that is yet to come out. <laughs> let's let's do it. Uh, I, I probably would have gone with uh, the who played the chick who played Starbuck in the remake of Battlestar Galactica. Mm. Um, 
I can't remember anybody's fucking name tonight. Okay. Can we talk about the movie that we watched for this podcast? Because I feel like I'm becoming more and more ridiculously stupid. Sure. As this thing goes on, where we're like, oh, what, cut this part out, Jeff. Cut that? this part no, out. No, no, no. Uh, but what the, K- Katie Sackhoff. Oh, I think was her from name. Uh, Battle from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Katie Sackhoff is who I would have gone with for Captain Marvel. I like that. Um, but Brie Larson maybe is a better actress. <laughs> She's uh, maybe a better actress than more, Katie. More proven, said. more proven. Um, Oscar winner, Brie yeah. Larson. Yeah. All right, let's do this, Joe. Let's get but, into oh, it. But thank you, Jared, for the remarks. Yes. That was awesome. Uh, Jared's a local playwright, actually. Mm. Uh, our shows were paired up uh, at the Margot Jones Theater You're just kidding. recently. Oh, I didn't he know he was in that. was the writer of The uh, Legend of Were Squirrel. Oh, interesting. Or is it The Curse of the, the Were Squirrel? The Curse of the Were Squirrel. Curse of the Were Squirrel. I'm sorry, Jared. Wow. But he wrote that uh, really fun uh, really creative. Hmm. Uh, that that show is actually going to be coming to the Pocket Sandwich Theater as, oh, a, as a late night. Yeah, they just picked it up as a late night <gasps> nice. show. Nice. Uh, and I'm really I'm really proud of him being able to do that. I know oh, Jared's yeah. Jared's dealt with a lot of frustration as have I. You know, with just trying to get stuff produced. Right. And we've we've self produced because we couldn't get our stuff on stages. So I'm glad that his work is starting to get noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, as far you know, as well as being a good writer, the dude's a fantastic performer too. Got to do a show with him. Uh, a few years back, it's where I met Sarah, uh, doing that that werewolf show. Nice. And Jared was. Oh, in that. I remember so he's, that. He's fantastic talent, salt of the earth kind of guy, <laughs> uh, a great writer. So I'm I'm happy that he's listening. All right. And uh, I'm so glad like, that he's sounds like you're eulogizing him. I'm glad that he's so talked back. No. Dead at the age of 28. <laughs> he's uh, Jared. You'll be he's missed. Le- he's left us. He was a Jared, glimmer of hope. Loved your subway sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that is not the same Jared. <laughs> no. no, but again, really talented guy. If you live in the Dallas Fort Worth area uh, and you see something written by Jared Seaman, like go check it out. Uh, all right. So this week, yeah, we um, this is your pick. <laughs> it's my pick, and I know it's kind of weird. We're going like two kid movies back to back. Um, uh, you know, I didn't even think about that. And two kid movie, movies from the 80s, Yeah, I would say. Well, this one was like the early 90s. No, 89. Right? Was it 89? Mm-hmm. But early 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I think because the early 90s feel like the 80s. Yes. Like you go back and see stuff from 1990, 91. Everyone's still like rocking the big bouffant hair. That's right. And the jean jackets. And you're uh-huh. like, wait a minute. It's not quite finding our identity in the new decade. Yeah, yet. it took a while. Uh, and so, uh, so, no, we had gone to the video game museum mm-hmm. and... You know, now it seems even more appropriate because we had that backyard arcade. Yeah. Uh, and so I wanted to do a little talk about the movie The Wizard. Yeah. Uh, which is one of the worst Nintendo marketing ploys. Jesus, I <laughs> forgot just how um, obvious it was. Uh, like, Joe, do you remember feeling bamboozled when you saw this in theaters? I didn't see this in the theater. Did you not see it in no, theaters? No, I didn't see it in You've the seen it twice. What I saw it? it on video. When, after, when it was released oh, on video, I saw it... Um, and and yeah, and then just yesterday, wow, <laughs> it's the other time I've seen this movie. Yeah, I I actually went out and saw it in theaters, and and as did many of my friends. In fact, probably a lot of the listeners saw it when it when it came out. If you're yeah. a fan of video games, if you had a Nintendo, if you were a Super Mario Brothers fan, yeah. and couldn't wait to get a glimpse, Joe, I'm well, so jealous of kids. These did age. you know? Was it in the marketing beforehand that Abso- you would, you would see oh, Super Mario three absolutely. footage? Absolutely, I didn't remember, and so I'm sitting there going, "Oh, well, I had this, a was this how they? In fact, I was telling Sarah, I was like, "This is how they reveal." Super Mario Three, uh, like there was no E Three, there was no, no there was no, no internet. internet, there was Nintendo <laughs> Power, and I remember Nintendo Power doing like an article about this movie, The Wizard. Yep, that's all I, I found out. No about it. idea. 
that it was going to be like that they were revealing Super Mario 3. Yeah, that's how they got people in the in the seats. Well, they had to get them in there somehow. The whole movie, though, is just like a huge commercial for Nintendo products, which may not sound like a bad thing. You know, Obviously, you and I are both video game nerds. It's also a commercial for Hostess and Pepsi. And uh, Universal Studios. Universal Studios. Which is still, I guess, a fledgling <laughs> theme park back in the day. But uh, yeah, it is it is super obvious, and it's you can tell watching it as an adult now that it's like, all right, we gotta have this. We gotta show the power glove. We gotta uh-huh. sell the power glove, make yes. it seem like it's cool, uh-huh. make all the kids want one, which worked, except that it was a fucking failure. Uh, we gotta show Mario Brothers three. We gotta we tease got, that. We have to inform the audience of the Nintendo Hotline. That's right. You gotta show the guy doing his work, and that you can even <laughs> and. This is the thing that's frustrating because that was a one nine hundred number. Do yes. you remember one nine hundred? You had you got charged for calling that did by the ever, minute. Did you ever call? I never called. I called uh, Nintendo once. Hotline. I called once for a Zelda tip. I was stumped in Zelda. I think it was. Uh, well, it must have been. Must have. Must have been love. Uh, I think it was. But uh, it's over now. I think it was a link to the past. Oh my God, that game is that true? Jesus. Yeah, there was just something I was, I, I couldn't find, uh, and I needed to know where it was, and uh, they kept me on hold for like three minutes. Oh, sure they did. It took ninety seconds to answer the question, and then a twenty dollar charge to my phone later. Oh my God, uh, I, I was able to beat Zelda though, so it was time well spent. But yeah, you you could not get away with that nowadays. No, with the internet. Uh uh-uh, uh, no, that's. But they and, sure struck while the iron was hot. And oh my God, they they tried to make it out like the like the Nintendo hotline is this like legit office building thing. Like it wasn't some dude just in an apartment. <laughs> where like right. the phone's being like rooted to his place. Exactly. Instead, no, they made it like it was his it's office. It's a call center. It's a call center. And somehow like within the course of this one phone call this that this little girl's making, mm-hmm. this dude has the time to change, put on hats, pull out his like his That's binders right. and stuff. Mm-hmm. He has every game there, all it the was, secrets. Is it was a little frustrating. Um and I want to get to the secrets thing in just a bit. Okay. But I kind of want to start at the beginning. Let's do that. Let's set the scene. Set, set the scene. I'm going to summarize this movie and it's going to take a while to do it. <laughs> Uh, to set it up, um, <laughs> this movie is Rain Man with kids. It's Rain Boy. <laughs> it's, it is Rain Boy. Should have called it Rain Boy. It's <laughs> exactly what it is. You've got the half brother. They're even half brothers. They're right? half brothers. Yes, just like Charlie and uh, what and was Raymond Tom Cruise's character. Yeah, well, Raymond. Duh. Raymond and Charlie. Um, Charlie. <laughs> Charlie bet me. Oh my God! Where's my baby, Charlie? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's Rain Man. I'm, I'm watching this movie about a quarter of the way into it. I was like, this movie's. This movie's fucking Rain it Man. It even came out like a year or so after Rain one Man One year later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and like I checked it. I was like, hey, maybe this is one of those situations where this movie came out first. Nope. Because I didn't see Rain Man until like 91, 92. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No. No. Interesting choice when uh, when the goal of this film clearly was to sell merchandise and raise awareness, right? Uh, of uh-huh. all Nintendo products and Universal Studios. Um, so what do little boys love more? Besides video games, then uh, films about autism. Uh, autism. <laughs> but they never call it autism. No, like, they, they were never, very careful to They never the attack issue. it. They That's never right. go. But they're they're still like fearless when it comes to insulting the kid who has it. They're like. He's a freak. He looks like a poster child for something. Right. Oh, yeah, he's a few bricks shy of something. Mm-hmm. He's shy a few bricks. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, straight down to the. Okay. So. The kid, the movie opens right. with this kid walking down a desert road. I also like that his name is Jimmy, and uh-huh. uh, Jen and I were watching it, and we couldn't help but break into South Park. Jimmy! 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 <laughs> Just still begs. What, what, what a great audience. <laughs> 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 so it opens on Jimmy, and he's uh-huh. just walking, walking down this road, and this cop stops him, and 
he gets on the radio. He's like, I found him. Mm-hmm. What do you want me to do with him now? I'm like, wait, what? What do you want me to do with Take him the fuck home. Yes, exactly. Like, I, I don't think this is a mystery at this point. Well, what do I do with him? We find out later that uh, he's 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 going to a special school with that's uh, <laughs> run by that 80s dick. Yeah. I can't remember what that guy's name is. Yeah, I can't remember. He's the guy who always plays the asshole. Oh, well, he was in um, Christmas Vacation. Yeah. He's one of uh, Chevy Chase's co-workers. That's right. The kiss-ass guy. Uh Uh-huh. Kiss his ass. Kiss your ass. Happy Hanukkah. (laughs) Okay, cool. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) So, um... He, uh, he he goes there, and then we find out that so the mother shows up to, to come to come pick him up, and, and they want to they want to wash their hands of little Jimmy. Oh, well, Bateman, her her new husband. Oh, that's right. Wants he's done with it. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is this kid. He needs more help than what we can offer, and right. blah 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 blah. And like, I guess somehow we flash over to Fred Savage, Christian Slater, and Bo Bridges. Bo Bridges, and like somehow Fred Savage knows what's going on. Yeah, and. Like, gets in an argument with his dad. They're all really upset about Jimmy. They're like, Jimmy, he's got to go to a home. You want that? <laughs> this is coming from, like, a, a 12-year-old kid. Right. Yelling at his father. Um, and so you find, like, there are issues. My problem right now with this movie is that it is burying too many fucking leads as far as the relationship between people. Oh, really? Like, I had no... Even the yeah. second time around... I couldn't place There's way... how people were related to okay. each other and how this how how the the relationships. So there's out. a lot of characters, but here's what I what I figured out. I think so. We've got Bo Bridges. Uh-huh. We've got the mother of Jimmy, right? Yes, they had him together. So okay, so Bo Bridges mm-hmm. had another wife, right? And together they, they had, had Fred Savage, and Christian they had Slater, Corey, and Nick. Yeah. Then the the mom passed away, mm-hmm. and then Bo Bridges got with Christine. Oh, there you go. And then together they had Jimmy. And and wait, <laughs> we'll and we'll get to okay, that later. Right. Fill in the blank. I guess they had Jimmy and Jennifer. Yeah, and a, and a girl. Yes, uh-huh. of the same age. And then Jennifer died. She drowns in like a foot worth of water. We uh-huh. find out later. And so Bo Bridges and Christine break up. Right. And Christine takes Jimmy, and now Christine's with this other guy. But then uh, there's another wrinkle that we find out later, which was uh, that Christian Slater was like babysitting them when yes when when she when drowned. She drowned. And Joe, when I found that out, I was like, "This guy's oddly well adjusted. He's yeah. very well adjusted." Fred for Savage cares more about this kid than fucking uh, Christian Slater, who killed his sister. Yeah, uh, that Joel is yes. what we like to call bad writing. <laughs> <laughs> what part of it? The fact that two grown adults couldn't piece this lineage together thirty years after the film release. Not just that, but also the fact that they had to dramatically tie in every member of the family. Also, you know, we always talk about it in, the, in film. Film is a visual medium, and showing is better than telling. We learn all this stuff through backstory, and I, for me, it was like hearing it for the first time. Because I don't know about you, when I saw this for the first time, I, I was I was in it for the video games. Show I was me too. the Power Glove. Yeah. Show me like, Mario Brothers Three. Show like, me blah, blah 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 blah. What the fuck are we talking about? Yes, I'm going to go get something to drink. You know, I'll be Joe, right back. If this film were made today, they would have opened with a scene of video games. It would have been yep. an opening montage. It would have been an arcade or it would have been home. True. It would have been, here's a little taste of what you're going to get. Now we'll get into the backstory. It would have been now Jimmy. We'll some characters. Maybe Jimmy playing a fucking video game yes, instead. Instead of walking like Forrest Gump through the desert on his way to California. Yeah. Or, or walking down the road playing a fucking 3DS. Oh, yeah, there you he'd go. Have been, he'd have been playing something. You're all There'd about the product something placement. Something to set it up. Introduce some video game and already. Why? <laughs> We're so frustrated at this film. Well, I am. I'm super frustrated at this film because this film wanted to have its cake and eat it, too. Mm, and cake. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> you tell me that you love me so. You tell me that you care. Boom, boom. 
boom, baby. You're, You're never there. there. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> the, I think the sad part about that was I was yeah. kind of waiting to try to figure out, oh, where do I jump in? Right. Um, okay. I, I no, this, this movie wanted to have its cake and eat it, too. It wanted to be a movie about video games. Come see a fun kid road movie yeah. about video hey, games. Hey, that kid that you like from, uh, from the Wonder, the Wonder Years? Years? He's going to be Cooper? this movie. Not only is he going to be in this movie, it's a movie about Nintendo games. Awesome. Not only is it about Nintendo games, we're going to unveil this <gasps> all-new Nintendo game that you can't wait to see. Yeah. Not only that, mm-hmm. but we're going to show you what it's like to go through Universal Studios. Oh. Hey, not only that, yeah? but do you like drama about a sibling that drowns to death and leaves a child emotionally scarred? Boy, do I. We've got you set up there, too. S- sign me up. Why the fuck are we adding this into a I movie? Know. I mean, it could have easily been just a movie about an autistic been. kid. You know, you don't have to give a reason. No. It would have been more courageous to just have the kid be autistic. Well, why and, does like, he even have This is how to- he reaches out. Why does he have to have a mental illness at all? Why can't he just be a normal kid who is gifted? Uh, I had a friend like this in high school. His name was Jimmy Engie, and that guy could fucking master anything. Yeah, Jimmy! Whoa, different, his different, name was Jimmy, guy. too. That's right. Wow. Um, a, lot, a lot of people named Jimmy Joe. It's not that <laughs> But true. I'm just saying, they were both video game prodigies. <laughs> that's true. He was a, he was a pinball wizard. Wait, <laughs> He's a Tommy. pinball Tommy, wizard. Tommy. Uh, but yeah, but he, he he wasn't inflicted with some sort of mental disability. He was just really good at video See, games. See, I'll give it a pass on that mm-hmm. because it's a movie with kids and, you know, if you're going to throw some kind of a message in there to like, you know, be tolerant or, you know, understand kids that have disabilities, sure, sure. something like that, that's why I'm going to give it a pass in that respect. But I see what you're saying and I don't disagree with you. Yeah. Like it, they didn't have to have that, um, but they did. They decided to do this. Do you think that was their attempt maybe to make this seem like more than just a 90-minute commercial for Nintendo products? Like, no, this is a film. Look, we have an important message that we're saying. Maybe. What I feel like is that this script was floating around about a kid and his autistic brother. (gasps) That's probably right. And they ended up, like, repurposing it and throwing Nintendo shit in there. That seems very plausible. And then making this The Wizard. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. The Wizard I, also seems like a weird title, too. It does seem like a weird like, title. Did, was that slang that was being used that not, yeah, didn't make it to my town? That's Wizard, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> See? If George Lucas thought it was a good idea, you know it's a bad idea. I wonder if George Lucas got it from that. Mm, there was this movie that these kids liked back in the 90s called The Wizard. I love how you're Kermit the Frog, George Lucas impersonation. Sounds I just imagine George Lucas with his goiter green mm. sitting on a lily pad. Like that is, well, he liked more Star Wars. There's so many <laughs> books about Star Wars. There you go, Yes. <laughs> How do we wipe them away? Oh, there was a dark side uh, thing you could do. <laughs> Those can't be canon. <laughs> uh, all right. Sell it to Disney. <laughs> all right. They take my creativity away. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> great. <laughs> okay. Uh, so back on track. So the wizard. So yeah. So um, all of a sudden. <laughs> So, so there's trouble many at home. saviors, <laughs> two fights with lightsabers. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. No, it's okay. I'm just trying to trying to <laughs> talk about this plot a little further. So, <laughs> so we have a couple of tense scenes. You're right. Uh, Bo Bridges is the father, and Fred Savage and Christian Slater yelling at him because they don't care about Jimmy. Yeah. And um, Fred Savage decides that uh, he's just going to bust him out. Just after throwing darts at a map. Of this autism home. What was going on there? Why was Fred Savage throwing darts at a map? He was trying to decide where to go. And first it was like Nebraska, and he decided against that. And then uh, 
California. What was another one? Yeah. Oh, California. And I, of course, I always give a big eye roll because because <laughs> people who write these scripts are like, well, they live there. Everybody that's, wants to go to California, that's right? Where they live. That's where all. I humans think they are even said that in the movie. Hell, I want to go to California. Yeah. That was the cop the at cop the beginning who finds of the movie. Him. That's right. Hell, I want to go to California. So Fred Savage decides um, he's he's going to run away from home, but he's going to take Jimmy with him for. I, I don't know why. I don't know why he has an affinity for this kid because we haven't even seen them in he a wants scene to together. Break him. No, we haven't. He wants to break him out of this, out of a, a mental facility, yeah. which has no security at all. I was going to say, how, how, how lax is the security <laughs> that a nine-year-old boy can sneak out another autistic nine-year-old boy? Yeah. Just like through the back door. Like there's no... Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, oh! suddenly I've crossed the line. Inappropriate. <laughs> I'm sorry. But he does. Like there's no security. There's not even security like in a hallway, Mm-mm. at the door. Right. There's no cameras. Is there a front counter? Like my God, you are keeping children in this building. Thank you. So they leave. <laughs> they, they hop in the back of a fucking hostess truck. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how we get our explanation. Because like, usually with movies like this, when kids leave home and they hit the road, you're like, how do they eat? You know, what yeah. do they, how do they, when do they eat? They've, there's got to be something like that. You know, these, <laughs> it, and it made me laugh because, again, this is before the internet, before like MapQuest. Fucking Fred Savage gets on a bus and all he's gotten is an address written down on a piece of paper. Right. Yet he knows where the fuck he's going. <laughs> and so, yeah, he breaks out Jimmy. They get in a hostess truck. They get out in this fucking gas station and then they hit the road again. Like these two children, like nobody is worried no that parental like these, supervision. these two fucking, this 12 and 10 year old kid mm-hmm. are walking alone down a fucking highway, riding a skateboard down a highway. It seems so dangerous. It seems so dangerous. But kind of fun But it's not time. that dangerous when you consider that it's like two fucking 22 year olds on that skateboard in that shot. <laughs> oh, really? They're so big. Like oh, they're two notice. like grown That's why ass adults. filmed from behind. Yes. Makes sense. Uh, it's the only time we actually use the skateboard. Like that skateboard's with them the entire time. And you think it's going to come into play. Like, right. oh, okay, there's a reason why he's got this fucking skateboard. Yeah, like he's, he's going to get away from uh, Biff. From Putnam. Biff and the gang. <laughs> Biff and the gang, yes. Unless you hop <laughs> and then you just cut to like a, a shot of Goldie Wilson and he's like ooh save the clock down <laughs> uh, yeah so then they meet up with this girl Haley played by Jenny Lewis at a bus station that's right also by herself fucking children all by themselves <laughs> I know a lot of loners I don't know if you I saw this review by the uh, the nostalgia critic mm-hmm. before we started recording okay. and he pointed out something that and it put it in the perfect way that I just couldn't find the words for in this movie like all the kids act like they're fucking adults, and all the adults act yes, like children in this yes, movie. Yes, exactly. Uh, Bo Bridges and Christian Slater uh, are, are now after uh, Fred Savage. What's Fred Savage's name? Corey. Corey, Corey and, uh, and Jimmy. Uh, so now they're, they're in their truck, and, and it's kind of a, uh, it's a race against... Putnam. <laughs> Putnam. This, this dude who's like a bounty hunter for kids. That's exactly what I was going to say. Is that such a profession? I don't. Because I don't think it they're is. They're usually called kidnappers. Yeah, look for money. But and, or and this, sexual trafficking. And this dude. And it, like, getting back to like the fucking horrible writing, they take off. Like they have this meeting. Uh, you know, Bo Bridges and and Christian Slater. They go see the mom and and Sam McMurray, uh, who I love in Raising Arizona. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will pitch my voice as loud as I please. <laughs> um, so they meet with him and they find out like, oh, the kid's missing. Well, we've hired this guy. Uh, to bring Jimmy back. And he's like, just Jimmy? He's like, hey, man, Corey's your kid. I don't care if he comes back or not, but I'm going to get this Jimmy back. Right, already setting him up as the villain. As the villain. And not only that, but then they they compound it as they're walking to their cars where Putnam approaches him and goes, hey, yeah, I get paid for these kids that I bring in. So back off. So back off. Don't get in my way. I'm like, like 
Is that's this gonna work? That's his fucking father. These are his children, exactly. Yes. <laughs> so what the fuck, dude? Like, how about you know you help us? Why don't we work yeah, together? We have mutual goals. Instead, maybe he plays a little close to the vest that he's just in it for the money. Yeah, if he wants help. But, but instead, it sets up this conflict that we don't need in this movie. No, we've already got children who have gone missing. In which peril. maybe I wouldn't worry about it so much if I wasn't a father now. But mm. now I, I'm like, those fucking children are out there alone. Well, but that's getting okay. Getting chased by kids in trucks. <laughs> that's fine because uh, Jenny Lewis, uh, she's a trucker and she knows the trucker code. Yeah, right? she does, and that serves them well right off the bat. Yeah, as they they hitchhike in a. First of all, when when you say trucker, I'm thinking like. Long-haul 18-wheelers, right? Uh I'm thinking uh, Smokey and the Bandit. I'm not thinking like... The truck that they that they stow away on... a cow truck. Yes, yes. They have livestock in the back Uh of their truck. Well, then those people end up mugging them. Exactly. For $26. What kind of coat... First of all, what kind of adults are... You're right. The adults in this film... Yeah. They act like children. All (laughs) of them are children. They're after like $20 worth of change. Meanwhile, Fred Savage is like approaching Jenny Lewis and he's like... So... I bet he could. I bet he could beat you at Double Dragon. Right. What do you say? You got this bus ticket. How about you cash it in? What the fuck? <laughs> what? Why are you a loan shark? Like, why are you speaking like this? I also love that they the the way that they're going to get money. That this is their big plot is that they're going to uh, they're going to hustle. They're going to be sharks. Yeah. For uh, for video games and, I, and there's that first scene. I don't know where they are, like in a gas station, but there's a uh, or it's like a bar or pool hall, and uh, and there's an arcade game. And there's like two suited up businessmen. Like playing, playing an arcade game because yeah. you know Fred that's, Savage is like, that's how salesmen blow salesmen. up steam. <laughs> that's what we we need. We need salesmen. <laughs> and he what? convinces them to, uh, I guess, bet money that that little Jimmy can't beat them at whatever game. What what game were they playing that? Time? I don't even know what they were playing. There's I don't a, even think they showed it. Did they? You know, it's really odd the games that they do show in this. The film. games that they do show that they're playing on arcades. Don't they're not arcade they're not games? Not arcade games. Like even the Double Dragon game that Jimmy's playing is the NES port. Yeah, they skirted around it because you're, they're all playing those Play Choice Ten. Yeah, that you were playing Mario Brothers Two at, right. at the National Video Game Museum. So they do exist. They do exist. Right. Um, but those, I mean, you remember arcades back then? Oh yeah. There weren't a whole lot no. of those, and and usually people were playing Mario Brothers on them. Right. Yeah. You weren't yep. playing fucking Double Dragon. No. And also Double Dragon. Okay. The arcade port of Double Dragon was fucking brilliant. It was great. Oh yeah. And it, oh yeah. And it looked a shit ton better than this yes. Nintendo one. Yes, it did. And but also, if you're gonna choose video games, so they're setting up Jimmy as this wizard, right? Uh-huh. Hence the, the the title of the film. Uh, and and they need to show that he's really good at I don't know what what makes him special. He's got good reflexes. He's, he's got, got great hand eye coordination. He can see things before they happen. <laughs> <laughs> but. They choose the worst possible games to demonstrate really that do. ability. Rad Racer. Double Dragon? Double Dragon. Double Dragon is a fucking button masher. Yeah. Like, uh, there's no really... There's, there's really no, no skill. skill there's no skill. Like, it's like Pac-Man. Final Fight. There's no skill to show Final Tetris. Fight. Tetris. Tetris is exactly what I was about to say. For and an Tetris was kid. hot back then. Exactly. Yeah. Of course, they were also going through that lawsuit, weren't they? With, yeah, uh, that's right. With Tengen. That's right. Um, but yeah, I mean, you could have still you could have still done like Doc. Was when did Doctor Mario? Come nah, out? That, that was, was probably 90s. later. Yeah, yeah, that was probably later. Yeah. Uh, but no, you could have clearly played like <laughs> why not? Why aren't we playing Super Mario One? Yeah, there you go. What, that game's missing. Donkey Kong. There you go. Donkey Kong's great. Like, also that, owned by Nintendo. That's right. But it's not a recent game that they're trying to sell. Yeah. They wanted to get them on that's the, the new hotness. It looked like they were trying to sell some games that weren't selling too well. Yeah. yeah fucking Rad Racer. Double Dragon and Rad Racer. No, thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so you've got... 
they, like you said, they're showing him like whooping ass in these games. You got fifty thousand on Double Dragon? Oh my god! Like okay, so <laughs> so he's hiding out. He's trying to get Jimmy out of there, and he's got, like he had the time to hide Jimmy, but then look at the screen and saw the score. Joel, did you ever give a fuck what the score was on Double Dragon? No, I didn't even know they kept score. I didn't on Double either. Dragon. I really, like, I didn't. What level either. are you at? I'm trying to beat the game. Yes. Because that's the difference between something like Tetris and, and a story-driven game like Double Dragon. Exactly. You know, we got to that point in games where it's like, it's not Pac-Man, it's not Donkey Kong. They were games that ended up having a story, and so we wanted to see the ending to yeah. it. Uh, now, had he been playing Tetris in the arcade or Centipede or Donkey Kong, and yeah. we like, dude, you got 50000 on Donkey Kong? That's, that's pretty fucking great. Yeah. Oh, dude, you got 122000 on Ms. Pac-Man? Wow, it's, you got to be a goddamn who did genius. That? Who did that recently? Somebody uh, did that. Who was oh, oh, it was me. That's right. <laughs> You're the wizard. <laughs> You're a wizard, Ari. <laughs> You're a wizard, Joel. <laughs> Still uh, wasn't my best score. That's but, pirates. Uh, yeah, wrong one. My bad. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk more about the wizard. Let's. Okay. Uh, so yes. So now they're on. Uh, it's it's Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy and Corey. <laughs> and, what, what, what a great audience. <laughs> and uh, what's what's Jenny Lewis's name? Haley. 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 Corey. Jimmy. Lots lots of E's. Yes. Or, or Y's, I guess I should say. Um, and no, so now they're going uh, truck stop to small town, to truck stop, uh, hustling people out yeah. of quarters, one uh-huh. could imagine. And that's how they're sustaining themselves on this trip to <laughs> California. Why this girl they has decided a ride to with join them. They bikers. Yeah, they do. That's Fucking right. Fucking bi- Remember... Do you remember the Send Me an Angel montage of this movie that came out of fucking nowhere? Dude, the, the soundtrack is horrible it's in this film. It's horrendous. It's, it's every 80s song that you hated, uh-huh. and now we're just going to wrap them up. And they're, but they're, they're inappropriate. They like, used three New Kids on the Block songs. Yeah, they did. They're using like Hanging Tough and The Right Stuff, and I'm like, no, the, why? Uh-huh. Uh, I just want to get down to the meat of like, what... When you put a montage together, when you use music, you try to do it for a reason. You try to do it to subconsciously move the story forward. Right. Or maybe there's some lyrical tie-in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't get where Send Me an Angel Send came from. Send Me an Angel. Because the entire montage is them struggling to try to find yeah. transportation to the next stop. Uh-huh. It's not that like, you know, and, and I, okay, maybe they're trying to tie it into the bikers that it's the Hell's Angels. Send Me an Angel. Oh, all right. But they, the Hell's Angels only took them so far. The rest of it is them just sitting on a porch with a sign saying California or bust. That's right. And no one picking them up. Yeah. And then maybe cutting to like <laughs> Christian Slater and Bo Bridges eating something. <laughs> they repeated that shot like two or three times. I, I noticed that too. Yeah. yeah. So then there's that montage, and then there's another one where Jimmy's playing a bunch of video games. Jenny Lewis is on the phone with the Nintendo Power tip line, mm-hmm. um, and Fred Savage is apparently spending money on bubblegum yeah, with she's... some young girl who's apparently a cocktail waitress. Yeah, that he's... <laughs> exactly. There's but some... she's dressed like a slutty cocktail waitress. 16 year old. She's probably, yeah, 15 or 16. Yeah. Uh, and he's tipping her like a high roller. And it's this song about, like, I can't lose. <laughs> But the entire montage is Jimmy fucking losing. Losing at the game he's playing, yeah. (laughs) And so I don't know what kind of confidence this is supposed to instill on us. Again. And it's also defeating what impressive feats Jimmy was was pulling off earlier in in the movie. Yeah. Where suddenly we're like, all right. I'm sure if if we looked at uh, who had the rights to those songs, there's a connection between Universal Records and Universal Studios and uh, just whatever... Uh, top 10 hits were, were out in 1989. It was really bad. Yeah, it's pretty it, bad. That was bad use of music. And I like New Kids on the Block. Yeah, you do. <laughs> 
They got the right stuff, uh, baby. Oh. Uh, uh, um, all right. So, uh, so yeah. So, so all this is intercut with. Bo Bridges and Christian Slater in are, bed. are on a road trip. Yes, why they couldn't afford a room with two beds? I guess they're 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 poverty poverty stricken, uh, and then their race against Putnam, the child bounty hunter who uh, is always rocking a bolo. By the way, that little shoestring tie that he's always wearing, and I thought it was maybe one outfit, but he has a couple of, of uh, couple costume outfits, changes. But he's always got that bolo tie. Bolo is the the sign of of a bad guy, I yes. guess, as far as late eighties uh, kids uh, films go. Um. Why is he able to like assault two children at a casino without anybody stopping him? Nobody can do anything. Like, at, at one point, he runs into the child's area where the arcade is in mm-hmm. the casino. He runs into it past a security guard. Right. We watch him run straight past this guy, and he's not. He's not trying to be like incognito. No, like he's he is stopping. clearly. He's heading towards he's a kid, pointing and yelling, and then he flat out just lifts Jimmy yes. up by the crotch as well. Did you notice that too? <laughs> yeah. Not uncomfortable. And nobody is stopping him until Jenny Lewis comes running in mm. and screams that he touched her breast. Yes, it's always nice. That's a good message to send to the the girls in the audience that uh, you can just cry rape. Yeah, and uh, that's how you can get out of any situation. That's a great lesson for for our youth. I don't know. Wow, I, I don't know if I can go with you on this journey. No, like, I'm just saying that's she, not. But that's... but he is a bad guy and he's doing bad things. Exactly. And so it was good for her to think about this. Sure. And sure. But uh, let's 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 not let's not use that in all circumstances, children. I got you, mm-hmm. children. That's all I'm trying to say. Um, what'd you think about that old man in the speedo? What? <laughs> did you, did, you did I miss this? When <laughs> are you watching the director's cut? No, no, nope, nope. So Putnam's outside with the pool. This oh. is before he runs in to go get Jimmy. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's outside and he's talking to these waitresses, um, which is funny. Again, Fred Savage talks to his waitress. She's 16 years old. Every other waitress that Putnam talks to is like fucking rode hard and put up wet. Exactly. Like just their dreams have all died. Uh, they're just waiting to get to that next cigarette. Uh, <laughs> they just all look bad. So he's talking to this woman at a bar, though. And then like he sees Fred Savage and the entirety of this shot is an old man in a fucking Speedo standing behind him with his ass cheeks hanging out. <laughs> and I'm like, who the fuck? Like, that's like, you, you, the director looks, you look through it and go, right. okay. It's a big monitor. How do I, sh- how do I compose this shot? Mm-hmm. What is going to make this look fantastic? <laughs> and this guy's like, put the old man in the green fucking Speedo. Yeah, we need him closer in frame. Oh. In frame. Oi. In Oi, focus yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah this is a PG, thir- uh, no, PG film. This is, P- yeah, this is a PG film. Of course. Um... So, just like, oh my God, they get away from Putnam and end up making their way to California. Right. Uh, on the way, they encounter this adversary for Jimmy. Like, almost three quarters of the way into this movie, we finally come across the uh, the adversary for Jimmy, and it's Lucas. this guy named Lucas. That's right. Uh, Lucas and Lee. Lucas has, <laughs> that's what I thought too, when I was like, <laughs> Lucas Lee. Uh but he's played he's played all 97 Nintendo games. That's right. He's got this cool little case where he like whips them all out and which one? I'm I'm great at all of them. Your pick. Yeah. And he wears like a, a like a trench coat thing That's right. over shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> he like just perfectly coiffed hair. 80s as fuck this kid. Yes. Yeah, uh, like he's living like a small hodunk town. Uh-huh. Like you'd think a guy like that would live in a, a major metropolitan city. But he's everywhere. He is he's, everywhere. He's also everywhere. He's everywhere to me. Uh, which I think <laughs> I'm going to pose this theory to you. <gasps> are you going? Are you going? Uh, what? What's the imaginary rabbit movie? Oh, with, uh, Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> it's a fucking. Uh, 
You know Harvey? Harvey, thank okay. you. You're going Harvey on me? Uh, well, kind of. I was going to go Fight Club on you. Oh. <laughs> that, that, oh, that's Jimmy's. That Lucas is actually Jimmy's Tyler Durden. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's actually not a bad uh, not a bad idea. That like he's who brings the best out of Jimmy. That's right. By he's, being an adversary. He's fighting with himself that's the right. whole time. I, I kind of feel like this movie got a million times more interesting when I started looking at it in this <laughs> respect. Uh, the only thing that kills that is when Lucas actually tells Bo Bridges and Christian Slater where, where Jimmy's that's on right, his way to. Rat, yeah. Snitches get stitches, That's Lucas. Right, Lucas. Remember that asshole. You, you, hope you enjoyed that power glove when it shoved up your ass yes. in prison. <laughs> I love the power glove. Uh, so bad. Uh, <laughs> that that is when uh, it, it becomes painfully obvious that uh, we're we're here for one it's, reason and one reason only. But it's not. It, it, <sighs> Joe, did you know anybody who owned a power glove? Did you ever play with a power glove? I've I've got one sitting what? right right over here somewhere. It's no a, way. Yeah, dude, right there. You <gasps> see on that on that shelf? You got a power glove? Yeah. Well, we got a. I never I never played with it. We got to post a picture of that if on the website. If you notice too, the cord is cut. Follow us because I just Twitter. thought it was a cool costume piece. Yeah, no, it so is. I, I cut the cord off. Of <laughs> course, yeah. Look, it's like now I wish cord. I hadn't done it. Why? Because would you have played it? I that think it's impossible no. to play. No, because you had to put like these three guys. The power glove Nintendo has been trying to work on motion control mm-hmm. since the fucking eighties, yeah, and the power years glove to get was it. the first time they tried to get it out there and market it, and, and it was horrible. It was a failure. Because I'm pretty sure that the way Lucas is playing it in the film is it's not, not the way you play. How it. you played it? Like yep. if that were how he's playing the racing game, right? Yeah, and he's got like an invisible steering wheel, and he's kind of moving his wrist back and forth. And that's, that's not that's not quite how it works. No, you have to like. You have to use it like it's a smartwatch, right? Yeah. You lift your wrist up, and you're, you're, it's it's a uh-huh. controller on your forearm. It's not. It is de- well. There's some motion control to it, yeah. but for Rad Racer, like you would have had to have moved a little more deliberately. There's no steering wheel, like yeah. you don't. Uh, I almost feel like they like they didn't have a working prototype when they filmed it. They just had the prop there, but like, and, how would you play and with the, it? The, well, the actor who plays do. Lucas is like, how does this work? Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know how to drive a car, kid? Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> well, this is how it works. Uh, so, Just yeah. Do it. The, the what are we paying you for? So, so you were saying, though, like, th- that this is the, the, the problem with this movie is that that's all it was. It was trying to do yeah, product placement. It was trying to do product placement. But if it was just a product placement movie, I would have been fine with that. But it's the problem that it tries to be a product placement movie. Mm-hmm. And then we have this fucking side plot of Jimmy and. Trying to find a place to like, and that's the problem. And you were talking about this earlier that mm-hmm. we didn't even need to have so, a character like this that had like I- emotional disability or right. a mental disability. We didn't need that because then what we get is a far less clim- climactic ending than what maybe we would have expected. And it all boils down to the fact that, and I remember thinking this when I saw the movie uh, Couples Retreat. There's this moment, not only in Couples Retreat, but if you if you ever saw the first Smurfs movie with, uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, I did with not. Neil Patrick Harris, I'm afraid not. Both movies feature a scene where our main uh, protagonist plays a game of Guitar Hero against like someone else. Oh, okay. And I remember watching both of those movies and feeling like, I love Guitar Hero. I don't enjoy watching other people play Guitar right. Hero though, and that's kind of what's going on in this movie. Is yeah. like, I I love video games. But like watching people play video games in a movie yeah. is horrible. Like I would let you and I could sit down, turn on that Super Nintendo behind you right now, and you start playing. I'd have a great time I watching you play. We shoot the shit while something's sure. going on. But in a movie, 
when you're watching the same like 30 second clip of like this video game over and over again it's not interesting especially when that game is like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh my god the, one of the worst fucking NES games that that game is awful that game is difficult it's so bad it was it was frustratingly yeah. bad yeah uh, and uh, but but Christian Slater and Bo Bridges are it's like they crack. connect over it's it it's crack to Bo Bridges what the fuck Christian Slater's like they leave this fucking NES just sitting in the back of a truck I thought about that too like it's night they're like in a motel uh, uh, like a rundown motel yeah and uh, Bro Bri- or Christian Slater's trying to have in a bed moment together. trying to have a moment with his dad that's right in bed uh, and he's not getting anywhere and he's like you know what I can't, I can't even talk to my own dad and he storms out goes to his truck wide open in the middle of the night and just uh, pulls his NES just like, grabs no, an NES no why didn't he bring that in with you hooks it up to the why TV why couldn't that have been in his luggage already in the room why do we need the scene of him storming out the door I don't know and coming back with the Nintendo I, I have no clue dude and that's his escape that's how he gets away and but we- he just he just hooks it up to the TV and starts playing and it, it, it takes me to my next point nobody in movies who play video games ever fucking play the games correctly like yes. the controllers how they're using the controller it's anything but authentic yes. oh my gosh when he wakes up and Bo Bridges is playing and he's yes. just smashing all the buttons and, and stuff and then they cut and to then they what's cut happening to the on screen, screen and he's just like walking he's jumping or yeah he's climbing a ladder that is not that is not even close to what that character would be doing yeah. if he's smashing that shit and maybe that's just the autistic part of me <laughs> where no, I'm like, um, no. no, that's not right. You should, you should, you should. And it's not like they didn't know what game was going to be on the screen and they added it in later in post. You know, this is like in 1989. They filmed it there at the same time. They knew what was going to happen. Give them a little bit of direction. They had him play a I'm shit ton of games to get ready for this video game Armageddon. Mm-hmm. And then it came down to just playing two games. Yes. They played oh, one of which they could have <laughs> never played before. No. <laughs> what was the, the first one was what? Oh shit! I was afraid you were going to ask me that because now I can't remember. Was it Rad Racer? Oh, it was. It was. A, it was a... Double Dragon. Yeah, it is. It's Double Dragon because when they go and sign mm, up, that's right. There's that weird guy at the front, and he's like, "Are you registered?" I love that. Okay, guy. what game's first? The first. Oh, Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> that's what the it was. First... Thank you, Ninja yes. Gaiden. Hi. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, that what? is an extra who, is, or not an extra, but a, a bit player who's making the best. Oh, try. Did you catch him? He's looking at the camera. Screen. No, at did the he beginning really? of that scene. Oh my gosh! Uh, as Fred Savage and and the other kids come walking yeah. up, he goes and as he's looking down at them, he looks at the camera real fast and then goes Oops, back. That's the one take they had, huh? I was like, yeah, it must have been. <laughs> like I can't imagine a director seeing that and going, "Let's use that take." You know, and all of the adults at this uh, video, what do they call it? Video game video, Armageddon. Video Armageddon uh, are kind of creepy. The host, the host. You mean you mean Bruce Campbell Light? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Who's wearing like the padded shoulder jacket yes. with like the quarter sleeves that uh-huh. come up, uh, and he just like flat out molests one of the contestants. Like she's got the pigtails. Oh yeah, the third and he contestant. Grabs her and he's like, Ooh. I'm like, get off. Of no, this, this girl, is not. Man. This is not acceptable. I feel like it did a couple of lines of uh, a couple yeah, of bumps probably before uh, filming that scene. Probably it's a little heightened. Um, so they they get, a little heightened, a little, a little heightened. heightened. So we've already got the kids have now shown up at uh, at Video Armageddon and they play and they qualify for the final mm-hmm. uh, and there's like 15 minutes to spare. We've already got enough drama. We've got enough conflict with Jimmy now having to face off against Lucas in the final. But what do we need to do? We need to bring Putnam back. Putnam's hot on the trail. Hot on the trail. In fact, he's he finds the parent. Jimmy's mom and stepfather are hanging. They're there, and Putnam finds them. And he's like, hey, I'm trying to find Jimmy. Do you know where you're? Uh, and meanwhile, the uh, the kids jaw off against uh, against Lucas. Yeah. And then they're making their way out of the building, and Lucas is like, 
man, those fucking kids. Go get me a drink. <laughs> Tells his friend, go get me a drink. And then uh, spots Putnam, and he gets an idea. He's like, I'll get Jimmy disqualified. Mm-hmm. And so he's sitting there next to young Toby Maguire. Did you yeah, notice I that? Yeah, I noticed that. Uh-huh. Holy shit. <laughs> I never noticed that the first time I saw this movie. I thought. But while I'm watching that, I'm like, wait a minute. And I just keyed in. I was I wonder if that's... Sure. Is that fucking Tobey Maguire? I think his first film. So I paused it and went to I went to IMDb yeah. and like research. I was like, "Holy fucking shit! Look at Tobey Maguire with his little mullet." We'll put a picture of that on the Facebook. We page. should. We really that needs to be the fucking image, the, the cover image. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so he sends Putnam after these kids. So these kids suddenly this movie turns into Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, where he goes through this entire studio back lot and he's get, they're getting chased by Putnam and they go through the King Kong section and uh, all this shit. And finally, make it back. They they thwart Putnam with an elevator, and they, <laughs> That's right. and they make He's, it down. I love that. He's standing like five feet away from them, taunting them. Uh huh. And then they have enough time to crawl in this elevator, hit the button, and he's like, he's totally taken aback by it. He's off guard. But then the what? elevator s- just slowly descends. Yes, it's like Austin Powers <laughs> with the fucking steamroller. <laughs> <Yes>. No. <laughs> It's it is Will Arnett from Hot Rod screaming babe. Oh yeah. They're babe. just like slowly going babe. like he could fucking probably grab the elevator and keep it from going down. <laughs> yeah. But he just why he's like no, what? What is that? Uh-huh. Uh so they make it down in time for the uh, for the final. Jimmy makes his big reveal as they open up the the wall and stuff and there's Jimmy. Jimmy. And uh <laughs> what a great audience. <laughs> and so he plays Super Mario Brothers 3. Okay. They reveal so Super Mario 3. They make 3. a big deal. The announcer is like, we're going to we're gonna do this the only way that we know fair to do. And it's we're, you're going to be playing a game that nobody has played before. And that was uh-huh. the big marketing push, yeah. right? You get to see Super Mario Brothers 3. That's why I saw it in theaters. Um, so as they're playing, uh, Jenny Lewis and Fred Savage <laughs> oh are my like God. yelling tips. Oh, like, not, get not, the magic flute, the magic whistle. Nobody knew what that was. How did he fucking know? Nobody knew. Five nobody minutes ago, this is a mo- this is a game that nobody has seen or heard of before. They, they know they know the secret warp whistle that I didn't know yeah, about I until didn't, until I saw the afterwards. movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. So. Uh, but I, I do. I, I'll give him the like get the star because we know from playing Super Mario Bros. the star is always invincibility. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucas should have. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it like this. Okay, Jimmy shouldn't have won. Jimmy yeah. should not have won that. Yeah, he died like twice. He died like two or three times. The other two like contestants did. Like a like a bitch. Like a punk bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, pab. A pab. So no. But so he dies, and then like you know finds the warp or whatever. Uh, and but when he finds the warp, he is so far ahead of where the other two are. <laughs> The scoreboard is not properly representing that. That race no. is not as close at that point. It's not as close uh, as what we also think. like. I don't. Uh, they're going by score again, and it's like somebody from the from who grew up on Pac Man was writing the script. And it's like whoever has the highest score wins. In in Mario Which, Brothers three, like you don't you don't get a higher score by using the magic flute no, to warp no. you to another world. No, and and here's the thing: they're they're showing the score, but they even say before they start playing, mm-hmm. whoever makes it the furthest. Like oh. they they specifically say whoever makes it the furthest wins. Well, but they keep showing this little uh, graphic yeah. oh, that I, has the three of them. I absolutely agree with, a with you. With a bar chart, but it's a bar chart with distance. 
It's yeah. not a score. It's distance. Well, then he should have been. He should have been so far saying, ahead. He should have been so far ahead. He was on fucking like World Seven while yeah. everybody else was still World Two. World Two. Uh. I'm like, what the what the hell is this? So, but they're screaming everything out, and it. Oh my god, it's craziness. Mm-hmm. Everybody is screaming. Jimmy, Jimmy, get the start. Jimmy, just do it. Jimmy, you're gonna have to start over. But just be calm. Just like, like everyone is fucking screaming. Even at Putnam kind of gets in on the action too. He's yeah. kind of rooting for Jimmy uh-huh. at the end. Uh, because Joel, there are no bad guys. He's got a heart of gold. Yeah, sure he does. Uh, so Jimmy wins. Now, the point of all this, and we didn't cover this, the, their idea was if Jimmy could win something like that, yeah. then he could prove that he doesn't need to be in a home. Yeah. That someone who could achieve something like that right. obviously has some sense of their, their faculties. Also, there's a $50,000 bounty. F- Fifteen. Mm, was it 50? Was, I thought it was 5-0. Oh, was, I thought it was 15. $50,000. Okay, you're probably, you're probably right about that. Uh, so he wins this. Mm-hmm. This should be where the movie ends. Right. Yeah. This should be where the movie ends. That Jimmy wins, Lucas is defeated. Everybody Honestly, hugs. to be to be completely honest with you, the fucking the the chick should have won. The chick contestant. Oh yeah. Oh that would have been nice. I don't think Lucas or Jimmy should have won. I think there should have been some kind of situation where like Lucas was trying to screw this chick over uh, and that Jimmy helps her out. Oh, that would have been nice. That would have been better. Not only that, we, not only that, we see that he's good at these video games, but then we also see him achieve some kind of a social it's connection. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you know, it, it, I think it would have meant more. Uh, but I agree. I like re- that. Regardless, if we're going to have Jimmy win, that's where the movie should have ended. Then we fucking Lord of the Rings this shit. As we're fucking, everyone's driving home, yeah. and Jimmy sees the fucking dinosaur park from Pee Wee's Big Adventure mm-hmm. and starts screaming, California, California, California. city of Compton. <laughs> uh, so so they, they pull over, and he goes running into this fucking dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And that's where we realize, like, Fred Savage is like, hey, what? Oh, you want? And he's got this lunchbox with him. Which earlier in the movie, these fucking bully kids like yeah. steal the money from Fred Savage, and yeah. and then like I love they that pull too. his lunchbox out and they open it and it's got baby shoes in it mm-hmm. and like pictures on pictures. Like suddenly, like my heart's fucking breaking. I at know. This point. I'm like, like this is uh, really this, sad. Yeah, I don't even know what's in there right now, it's but I see lunchables. baby shoes. Yeah. <laughs> so then we we see and it's like they're going through the pictures and there's Jimmy and, and Jennifer and Jennifer mm-hmm. and we've heard the story of what what's yeah, going how on Christian there. Christian Slater killed her. And uh, and he's like, this is it. This is California for him. Mm-hmm. Jimmy, is this California? And Jimmy's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, guys, Fred Savage, because a 12-year-old's pieced all this together. <laughs> he's like, guys. we." And I feel like I wish one of the adults would have been like, no, we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we get mm-hmm. it. Got it. Let's give him a moment. We don't need to hear you fucking jabbering <laughs> incessantly like Kevin. you are. Yeah. Kevin. Kevin Arnold. Uh-huh. Fucking shitty ass. No, um, so he explains, like, this is... This is when we were all together. Mm-hmm. You want to leave her where she was happy. And Jimmy's like, yeah. So he fucking leaves his lunchbox with like relics of a dead girl in this dinosaur for some poor schmuck right. who works at this fucking... It's the janitor. <laughs> He's going to find Cut to thing. later that evening be like, what? tossing this in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> that, should have, that should have been the uh, the post credit sequence. <laughs> uh, oh my God. Jimmy. So, So like... You, we cut, like, Bo Bridges is doing his fucking level best to give this scene some, like, some emotional gravity. heft. Yeah. And he's, like, holding back those man tears. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and so we start to understand each other. And the mother's like, Sam, why don't you take our boys home? Yeah. And she and, and Sam McMurray walk off. 
and Bo Bridges gives Jimmy this big hug. And for the first time, like if you weren't really paying attention, you suddenly realize, oh, Jimmy's his kid. <laughs> like, right. like suddenly Again, they, they interact with each other. It would have been nice to share a scene together. This movie needed some flashbacks. Uh, or or something. Of photos. Or maybe not start where it began. Yeah. Or again, just abandon this failed plot line anyway. Well, that, show that, some goddamn video games. That plot line needed to be abandoned. And again, that, that just strengthens my argument. It's a pretty that downer. This was some other movie like, who, that they threw What this child wants to watch a 90-minute film about a dysfunctional family? Nobody. Yeah. But Rain Man just won the fucking Oscar. Yeah. So they're like, well, we need to do a Rain Man it's for hot. kids. Autism is hot right now. <laughs> Autism's a big thing. <laughs> we got to get this kid on just the spectrum. Just don't say it. But don't say it. Right, right, right. Get him on the spectrum. <laughs> Uh, uh, so but, that, that's but, the story and, he, and what's even more frustrating is like what's what's the resolution here Joe so like he they never, doesn't go to a home he doesn't I, I, okay I he guess he just won them $50,000 <laughs> that too which they never address uh, they're, I'm not sure how they acquired the truck that they're riding home because they destroyed their vehicle earlier by recklessly trying to okay. yeah you remember yeah, that? Yeah. Like they're, they're, they just start fucking running in. Not only that, Bo Bridges has got to be the dumbest person in the fucking world in this movie. Yeah. Where he's he's going after this Putnam guy, ramming his car, and I'm like, okay, you know, you took out his side, you kind of reared, you nice. used your rear end he to take him out. took a shovel to his headlight. But then you fucking just ramming speed into the back of his car. Right. That's right going to fuck up your engine. Into your engine. Yeah. yeah. I've seen enough Born Identity movies to know. Right. That's yeah. the weakness. Uh, Always lead with the trunk. There's there's a lot of weird things. <laughs> Sorry. There's a lot of weird things that's going on with the like the B plot in this movie, specifically uh, revolving around Nick and Sam. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Nick one, and Sam. One of which. <laughs> God damn. Sorry. Go ahead. One of which is when they're they're pulling up to this diner where they you know they've tracked uh, Corey and, and Jimmy and Haley there, and Putnam's already there, so they go into the diner. They haven't seen Putnam. Putnam gets a fucking tow truck driver. To grab their car. Right. They track it down. It, it's probably only like two hours later. They track the car down. <laughs> it's already been. It's been stripped. It's been disassembled. And like the dude who runs the shop's like, sorry. That's what we do. The guy, the guy who told me that it was his car. And so we took it. And uh, it's already stripped down. And I kind of feel like, they no, to, you asshole. You have to do some checks on that. You got to do, do checks. And there's no, sorry. There's um lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you better find yourself some fucking representation because I'm about to own your fucking chop shop. Because that can't be the first time that happened. Like, how many jilted girlfriends would be calling this, this right? These tow truck guys There's to take be, their ex boyfriends. Uh, the, the checks and balances, like you said, there has to be mm-hmm. that shit. And you know, you throw that stuff in a movie like this, and I'm willing to accept it if it's going to be a fun, quirky comedy a romp. I'm okay with that. But if you're throwing in artist autistic boy. <laughs> Like, suddenly you're playing with some realism. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Nintendo. Now you're, you're playing, playing with, with autism. autism. <laughs> <laughs> a, when you do this, like, you're you're giving this movie a level of realism that fucking kids don't care for. Kids don't need to see that. No. Uh, you're, you're basing it in too much reality now at this point. Mm. So when stuff like that happens where this car gets stripped and you're like, Wait a minute! What, what world what? are we living in? No, that's, that's also not, that's not legal. Speaking about the the the, uh, the 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 finale, thank you of this film. Um, what happens to Haley? She like, she apparently goes home with but the where fucking is home with the woods. Uh, yeah, I, uh, what? 
She's just tra- where? Where's her parental figure? Her father's a trucker. The truckers. I I know. When did she get back to him? I don't know. Like they, they she went to their that she trailer. has a home. She they has a, a home. home. We went there for a little bit. That's right. Where Putnam is just like fucking. We'll break into your house. Well, first of all, they've he's already been he's already attempted to kidnap Jimmy once and they got away. Um, maybe we don't leave little Jimmy alone anymore. Yeah, right. Maybe we don't let him uh, wander out or play video games alone in his room or in a in a, a crowded casino where any any uh, any. Uh, male figure can just stop leaving snatch him, alone. him exactly yeah stop leaving him the fuck alone yeah uh but they do mm-hmm. and jimmy gets like you know take it they're, they're <laughs> say, i have a <laughs> specific <laughs> set of skills i don't um, know who you are but i will find you with my truckers <laughs> uh featuring the 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 weird <laughs> the the mentally disabled black man from batteries not included yes i i remember that guy yeah and it was it, that's also another thing like so there's a scene where uh, the kids Corey, uh, not Corey, what's her name haley yeah haley has clearly paid this guy to uh gamble for her and like they're not even being like they're not trying to hide it at all they're so overt she's 20 feet away like yelling at him you know go for it how does she know this double down well she's lived a hard uh hard knock life life. that's right (laughs) yeah she was completely unnecessary in this film aside from giving uh fred savage a a, a love interest well not just she was just she she was a skeleton key she's the winnie cooper of the wizard (laughs) She was the Mini Cooper. <laughs> Everybody got a ride. Oh, come on. Well, at the end, she kissed Fred Savage, and then she kissed Jimmy. Yeah, wow. And Jimmy kissed her back. Yeah, he did. Do you think that's where it goes? Do you think she ends up hooking up with Jimmy instead that, of Corey? That's exactly the comment I made, too. <laughs> it's just like the, the shot of the three of them in the back of the truck, and I'm like, tag team. Back, back again. again. <laughs> uh, so She does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> Fred Savage annoyed the piss out of me in this movie. Oh, I thought he was adorable. He 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 annoyed. Oh, the he's piss so great. Did you not like the Wonder Years? Because he's basically playing the same character. Wasn't really a big fan of the Wonder Years. Oh, I love the Wonder Years, man. Yeah. What would you do if I sing out of tune? I'd probably listen to the Beatles version of the song. Would you listen to the Beatles version of the song? <laughs> oh, I love that show, man. Yeah, uh, I wasn't a big fan. How can that be? We're the exact same age. That, we're right. We, we don't have to like the same things sure, just because we're the but, same. And yet age. we do for the most part. Yeah. Right? No, I wasn't a big Wonder Years fan. I was. I don't like Fred Savage. Wow. I do not like Fred Savage. He, he hasn't. He's not as cute as an adult now as most child. No, he just are. had like a TV show that he was trying to get off the ground with uh, Rob Lowe that got that's canceled. Right. The Grinder. Yeah, that's right. Is that what that was? About that. Yeah, so, something like that. Oh, uh, uh, I thought it was adorable in this. I didn't like I, him in this. I, I thought he, he was annoying. It. Oh really? Do you really? I don't. I don't like movies where kids act like they're fucking adults. That they're so sad. Kind of like the reverse of when we were talking about Fright Night, and oh yeah, and Charlie's mom was just a little too like kid savvy. It's the other way around on this. Like I feel like Fred Savage is far too like if Fred Savage. If I was Bo Bridges and Fred Savage talked to me like he does in this movie, right? You're um, grounded. You get grounded. Not only grounded, you probably can get a, a smack. That's right. A little spank on the bottom. No more video games for no you. No video games. No darts. Yeah. You stop throwing darts in my wall, <laughs> you asshole kid. Gonna need a new map, right? And where the fuck? Who the fuck runs away with twenty six dollars? Yeah, that's... and makes it work. <laughs> yeah, for all because they they get robbed by the the truckers. Or, and then uh, they get robbed by these bully kids. Yeah, because everybody knows that eighteen year old boys have nothing better to do than uh, than to uh, harass nine year old boys. Yeah. Right? 
That seemed odd to me. You know what? The, just, for no reason. The, everything was just just wholly unsatisfying in this movie. The resolution between every antagonist was so unsatisfying. Yeah, Putnam doesn't even get a, a comeuppance. Putnam doesn't... Well, he gets beat up by the truckers, oh, apparently, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with the plug for 7-Eleven. <laughs> oh, I forgot about That's that. That's right. All right. So Putnam kind of gets beat up by the truckers, but still is able to go... Like I felt like once he gets beat up by the truckers, no more Putnam. We're done with Putnam in this movie. We don't need a fucking Pee Wee Herman style chase (laughs) through fucking Universal Studios. We're just, we're done with him. Uh, Then like the bully kids where Nick and and Sam come across the kid with the hat and the diner. That's right. I kind of wanted to see Christian Slater throw down on this fucking kid. Be like, where's my fucking brother? Where's my fucking brother? Like beat him up a little bit. Yeah. Like maybe all three kids are there and we see like Christian Slater kind of fucking like maybe it touches on something like they, they call the kid like retarded or something. Right. That, and suddenly sets him off. that sets him off. And we get to see a little bit of an emotional attachment yeah. of Christian Slater with sure. Jimmy. Like, also, we oh, know shit. he has a history of, of killing children. So <laughs> what's one more under his belt? Oh, my God. <laughs> Where Bo Bridges just looks at him. He goes, get him, child. That's killer. my boy. That's my boy. <laughs> killing children. Uh, no, but to be real, to be real, it would have been nice to see Christian Slater like have an emotional attachment with this kid. Like, yeah, he's kind of wasted to see him wrestling around with something. You know that yeah. maybe some guilt. It's absolutely some mm-hmm. guilt. We don't see that. We see him transposing his guilt onto Bo Bridges throughout this entire movie, where right. he's like, "Dad, don't you understand?" Don't <laughs> you do? And it's like, no. Um, after we get that specific piece of information that we get in this movie, you should be a little bit more emotionally engaged in this film, okay. and he's not. Uh, I, I can't think of anything else in this movie. Any, nope. I don't think I have any other notes. Those are all of my notes as well. Yeah? Let's do it. All right. So what did the wizard do right, Joel? I just mentioned it. Fred Savage. I liked that little kid. I, I, I like seeing him. I think he, he he is the lead of this film, not Jimmy. Jimmy has like maybe two lines and just gets to play video games. Fred Savage is the glue that holds us all together. Uh, I, I like him. I, I, I believe him. It's always fun when you can see a child actor, even whether he's good or not. I always got the impression he believed what he was saying and thinking uh-huh. and feeling. Yeah. Um, so I, I really enjoyed Fred Savage. My favorite, my favorite Fred Savage performance was The Princess Bride. <gasps> of course. Yeah. 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 He's great in that. Really? And, and, and he's used sparingly. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't have to see him through the entire film. Bookends of the film. But uh, uh, yeah. What I think that this movie did right was the big reveal for Super Mario 3. I think if you're going to market a movie, if you're going to to entice people to come on in, and again, I had no idea that they were actually, that they had let people know it was Mario 3. Also, this film was released December 15th. Right in the time for holiday season. Wow, that's, that's all those smart. people to put Mario Brothers three under the. Bed. But because Mario games, I mean, Mario was such a juggernaut at that time. Oh, Nintendo yeah. was like, they were they were reviving fucking video gaming from that crash, mm-hmm. and to see like the popularity of Super Mario Brothers was huge. Then Super Mario two, which you and I both know the history of Super Mario of two, course. and uh, how it wasn't originally it was supposed to be a Mario game, a departure from yeah. the series. Um, I love it though. I, I love it too. I, when we went to the video game museum, I sat there and fucking played you, you through the whole thing. You beat it, yeah. Um, get the magic warp flute. <laughs> you guys were standing behind me. Go, Joe, go, get the star. <laughs> uh, I almost didn't beat that fucking game. Yeah. Uh, I was starting to lose my patience. How many tokens you pump into that oh, thing? Oh, we, we pumped about four bucks into it. Yeah, that's what I thought. So it wasn't a whole lot, but it was more than... I mean, I've got it on my 3DS. I was going to say, it's fun fact, that you had that game at home In fact, free. dude, I think I had my 3DS with me at the museum. <laughs> I could have just sat down on a stool and started playing it for free. Um, so Mario 3, though, like... 
you couldn't get hotter than the Mario franchise. Oh. And so to use that as your marketing, uh, the, just the center of your marketing for yeah, this movie, I was in. that's brilliant. And that's what got people in the seats. And uh, yeah, that's that's what this movie did right. Mm-hmm. But now that's going to tie into what I'm about to say. Yep. What this movie did wrong was not following through on that whole Nintendo promise right. on Mario 3. I mean, if you're going to reveal more property, like a new property, then you have got to make sure you strike while the iron's hot with your big games at the time. That's right. And they weren't doing that. Like your Castlevania 3. Yes. Uh, you know, there was there were so many good games coming out at that time. Um, you know, Nintendo was really starting to, not just Nintendo, but all of the developers, like people that were developing games for that system. Oh, Mega Man. Were, they were starting to really tap into like the limits graphic-wise and sound-wise for that system, mm-hmm. you were starting to get some really fucking good games. And they didn't fucking highlight any of that stuff. I'd love to... I'm sure there's a story behind that about what they could get the rights to and what they couldn't, but it's... It, Ninja Turtles and Double Dragon are your other two highlights. They, had they not released the Ninja Turtle arcade game on the NES no, at that, that point? that came out very late. In the, I, believe, I believe the Super Nintendo was almost... Uh, had just been released okay. by the time that movie came, uh, that game came out. Okay, trust me, I follow what that about game. Battletoads. When did Battletoads yeah. come out? Uh, that's pretty well. Well, it's a, Super Nintendo came out in ninety one, so we're yeah. still a couple of ways years away from that. I, I, I think that was even too early for that. But still, okay. at this point, we had. I guess you can't use it in the Disney games. I don't know. They're they're there's so many. Of great but NES games. has such a great catalog. A thousand games. Go through all ninety seven, dude. And even <laughs> listen, even if they're just Nintendo properties, even yeah. if you're just showing Metroid and Zelda and Donkey Kong and you know the, the Nintendo um, uh, uh, the catalog, properties. Thank all you. Their, yes. their catalog of, of, of games. They have. You're so already many. shamelessly plugging your own products anyway. Just go the whole nine. Yeah, I mean, shit. You had uh, some great shooters. Oh yeah, you had like Get you, Duck Hunt. In I there. mean, they did they did do Contra. I believe Bo Bridges playing Duck Hunt more than I believe him playing. I believe Ninja that Turtles, too. Right? I believe that as well. Uh, I mean, you shit. you had uh, what, um, uh, Life Force. Was that Life oh, Force? Oh, that's right. Raiden or, or what, what? What is the yeah the? You're talking I, about the RPG? No, I'm talking about the side shooters, the space shooter games. Oh, uh, Gradius. Gradius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had those Master Blaster. <laughs> from uh... no no but there was Master Blaster the game uh, was on it the based, NES was it based no. on uh, Mad Max no had you you've never played Master Blaster on I, the NES I'm not familiar with that that game. was one of the biggest properties on the NES what was it it was kind of like a Metroid style game where you're a kid who ends up like your pet frog goes down this like hole in your backyard what? and you end up finding like this this subterranean car that <laughs> you jump into and you go into this like you know it, it was making a statement against like pollution and stuff oh, of that course. like all these chemicals had mutated all these animals and these bugs and stuff underground. Oh. And so you were going through and you were trying to like fight them just to get your frog back. Huh. It was a fantastic game though. It's legendary. No, I never saw that one. It's legendary. It's legendary. They could have played Rygar. Do you remember Rygar? Oh, I fucking hated Rygar though. Really? No, I hated it. Why? It was so frustrating. I put that in the uh, the the Zelda two category. It's was... pretty convoluted. I would never put it in the Zelda two category. I would play Kid... definitely not as hard. Kid Icarus. I played Kid Icarus before I play any. Why of the games. fuck wasn't Kid That's Icarus a Nintendo in this game? property too? Yeah, I know. Lots of lots of missed opportunities. Yeah, and that is what I think this film did worse. You're going to make a film about video games. And that's and that's what I that's what I was just saying. Exactly. They didn't like, follow like, through on it. First of all, open with some video games, not this autistic kid walking down a street alone. Um, and then yeah, give give the audience what they want. That's yeah. fine. Let's just see them. Let's see some kids playing some video games. I mean, that's that's. I you're you're just now on the like. 
this was the beginning of when they started doing the Nintendo championships. So this was kind of the way that they were... Wasn't this the way that they were advertising that? The way that they were kind of showing, like, yeah, now we're right. doing Nintendo championships, and this is kind of a taste of what it is you could see. Um, I competed in Nintendo championships. Did you really? No way. What'd you play? We played Super Mario 3. Oh, you're kidding. We played Contra. Um, oh, oh that's the it? other game they're playing in this we one. Played, we played Contra. We played a little bit of Legend of Zelda. Mm-hmm. There was a, a little bit of Metroid. And then there were Super Mario. You played Zelda in a competition. That's not a competition type of game. It's uh, it's a distance thing. It was a distance uh, thing. Oh, got it. Was how, how long? Can you get in this like how many? How much? How many Triforces can you collect? No, how no many way. Items? Uh, and well, so we did that. Was this here in? Uh, no, no, this, this, was, in in this New was in New York. This was in upstate New York. Um, so every year they did this like the Italian festival or whatever. And I guess Nintendo tied in with these people because it wasn't like the official Nintendo championship. These people. Uh, what do you? Huh. <laughs> With these people, the, you mean the these folks that people. organized the Italian festival? Oh, the Italians, then, huh? Yeah, yeah, the Paisans. Right. I guess they're all just the same to you. The then, Italian, huh? they Joe are. Cucinati. Yeah, they are. Pretty much, <laughs> bunch of greasy, hairy motherfuckers. Oh God, I'm so glad you could say that. <laughs> uh, so no, but Nintendo was sponsoring this thing. They were tied into it, and so they were doing a Nintendo competition, Nintendo Championship. Um, and I ended up winning this thing. Did you really? I fucking won. What did you? Did you win fifty thousand dollars? I didn't win. No, I did uh, not win. Did you win a power glove? Is that how you I won a power glove? I won a T-shirt, and I won a copy of Legend of Zelda: uh, The Adventure of Link that you probably already owned at that point. No, I didn't. No. Oh. Uh, and the thing is, like, I think I ended up giving that away. Yeah, because it's as shitty as Zelda game. I I didn't enjoy it then. No, it's awful. <laughs> and I've just recently, like, I think it was a year or two ago. If you go back and listen to some of the old Eight uh, Bit Gladiators episodes, if you look at the um, the quest, I played through Legend of Zelda: uh, The two. Adventure of Link mm-hmm. on there, and I kind of talk about that that whole experience. It is one of the worst. Yeah, I, I'll never pick that game up again. It's right up there with like ET. E.T.'s easier than this game is. Well, E.T.'s easier, that's true. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's horribly coded. Uh, but yeah, no, that's I, that's dumb. But I just thought I'd share <laughs> no, that's that that's cool, you. though. No, I had no like idea. An, I competed in one of those wow. Nintendo and championships. Yep. You're like a celebrity. Not really. You're you're a wizard, Joe. <laughs> I'm not even a wizard. <laughs> I was just a guy that was like... <laughs> here, let me, let me put it into context for you. Okay. I was a 13-year-old kid mm-hmm. playing against fucking 9 and 10-year-olds. <laughs> that was who else? You the, had a little bit of an advantage. I kind of had, I had an NES you advantage. Had the, you had any, ah! just going to do that. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Um, I guess we've, we've gone through what did right, what it did wrong. There you go. Uh, if we were to remake The Wizard today, mm-hmm. uh, what would we do? I think we could remake The Wizard, too. I think this would be a, 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 a fun kind of remake. You'd hit all the points that uh, missed, maybe remove the whole uh, autism side story. Yeah. And you get a stellar cast. A stellar cast that involves uh, or includes... Um, uh, where do I start? Where yeah, do I where do you start? want to start well, with you, this? you said you have nine. I only I've have, got, uh, yeah, I have seven. I have nine. So I'm missing. I'm trying to figure out who, who are the two bottom. We'll start with the bottom. Let's, uh, and now we're here. The bottoms. <laughs> uh, the bottom, the two bottom would be the mom, Christine, oh, and her, her husband. Those are the ones I didn't do. The stepfather. Let's go for it. Uh, all right. Well, then Bateman, the stepfather, would be Brad Pitt. And, <laughs> and then uh, the mom, Christine, would be played by Julia Roberts. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Brad Pitt, Julia Roberts, doing a little uh, 12... Uh... Monkeys? No, damn it. What is it called? <laughs> Ocean's. Ocean's 12. Thank you. Ah, I don't know. No. All right, so who do you have? Uh, well, I didn't do either of those, so I will start with my next one, which... Um, let's see, who's at the bottom of the list? Well, let's do the kids. Let's let's do Lucas. Okay. Lucas, the nemesis. Did you cast Putnam? Uh, I did cast Putnam. Okay, all of right. Of course, dude. So, he's, Lucas, you're going to start with Lucas? One of the main ones. Yeah, Lucas, uh, I'm going to recast with, uh, if you've seen Love, actually, and who hasn't, uh-huh. uh, the little cute the cute little boy yeah. who is in love. 
Uh, and he, he was also in, uh, he's in like the Maze Runner movies yes or something. Yes, he is. Yeah. Thomas Brody Sangster is his name. Will yeah. be playing our Lucas. Fantastic actor. Yeah, he's great. I cast Eddie Izzard. <laughs> why? why? I guess because. You just thought it'd be funny to have I an octogenarian to, to playing video games Eddie against Izzard children. Like, I love the power glove. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, all right, that's interesting. interesting. That's that's his voice from Mystery Men, by the way. That's, oh, there you go. I'm, I'm, oh, I, I forgot he was in Mystery Men. Yes, he was. I Casanova. Remember, I remember him from uh, Leonard Part Six. Do you remember that? The was Bill, he in Leonard Part the Six? Bill Cosby. Yeah, he was. He was the Bill Cosby. Do you hear Bill Cosby's bad. blind now? Oh, don't laugh when you say that. He's blinded by justice. Oh. 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 Yeah, that's that's <laughs> it's it's a, it's a sad downfall. I guess. Do you, do you believe he really is though? Uh, you think he's going for the sympathy? Yep, I sure do. Uh, I've turned around. <laughs> if you've been, if you followed the the Cosby saga on our podcast over the past year or mm-hmm. two years, mm-hmm. I I started off with, do you really think he did that? I oh, don't know. I really? think he's just an easy target. Oh, and now and I'm like, oh, he did that shit. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of evidence. <laughs> yeah. So now I think he's like, but I'm blind. You can't put me in the prison. <laughs> I can't see it. Oh. <laughs> I can't. See- it's awful. I'm going to drop the soap. I can't see it. Who's can't your Lucas? Yeah. My Lucas was Eddie Izzard. Oh, yeah, we did that part. Who is your... You want to do Putnam? Let's do Putnam. Like Putnam, the 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 kidnapper. Yes. Uh, I went with... Because um, he, he's kind of played for laughs in this one, right? You kind of want a, a, a villain, but like a kid's villain who's kind of menacing. He's trying to snatch you. But at the same time, uh, he's, he's, he's uh, got some pratfalls and, uh-huh. uh, and he's a little goofy. Picture, if you will, Dax Shepard in that role. Oh, how fun would that be? Him Dax Shepard chasing would be little kids good. around and uh, getting in hijinks. Yeah, that's not bad. Dax Shepard. Um, okay, for my uh, my Putnam, I went with Eddie Jemison. Mm, you're just you're going all Eddies. He's one, huh? <laughs> yes, it's another Eddie. Uh, Eddie Jemison. <laughs> He's that? an eye zombie. Uh, if you've seen The Informant uh, with Matt Damon, oh, he he was a character in that. He played Kirk Schmidt. I'll have to look that. Have up. you not seen The Informant? I have not. It's not bad. Inform- it's got a Marvin yeah. Hamlish soundtrack. Oh, interesting. That's yeah. a that's a Soderbergh film, isn't it? Sure is. Interesting. Uh-huh. Uh huh. All right. So next on my list, uh, I I have Sam and Nick, the, Who the Christian Slater and Bo Bridges. Oh characters. yes, yes. Let's do that. All right. Christian. Uh, go ahead. Oh, okay. I was like, I'll go first on this one. <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Uh, the Christian Slater character, mm-hmm. Nick, played by Matt Damon. <laughs> okay. And then the Sam character, the dad, is going to be played by George Clooney. Oh, are are you doing the informants? Are you just doing a? Uh... Total, yeah. Totally doing. You are doing an Ocean's Eleven thing. <laughs> you son of a bitch! I should have known that. I even called it ahead of time. You sure did, because you're brilliant, uh, Joel. Nice. Bri- you're the best. You're brilliant, oh, Harry. I am a wizard. That's what this movie needed. This movie really needed like a catchy theme song mm. that was going to capture like the '80s, like a Karate Kid. Yeah, get Sly Stallone's brother to write another. <laughs> oh my God, uh, Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone. Dig it back. Do 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 do. He's a wizard. Did you ever hear the Frank Stallone song for the end of Rambo uh, two? The one that they didn't use, or no, no, the actual one. That the they end used. of Rambo: First Blood Part Two. I don't think I have. I'm Is gonna have to bad? play that for you. Please yeah. do. We'll put it oh, on yeah, the Facebook page. It's all peace in our life. Oh God! Remember oh. the call. Yes, I do remember that. <laughs> oh God! All right. So my Christian Slater was uh, Spider Man. Tom Holland. Nice. New, new Spider Man. Speederman. And then. Uh, what are we doing? The father next? Bo Bridges. Bo Bridges. <laughs> Who you got? I already told you, George Clooney. Oh, the George Clooney. Okay, yeah. that's right. You did him as a pair. Well, mine. Um, I went with Nick Offerman because uh, I thought it'd be funny to see Ron Swanson, you know, railing against kids in their video games, and then wake up in the middle of the night and he's playing uh, Ninja Turtles. Doesn't take a lot of 
<laughs> what does he say? Doesn't take a lot of intelligence to play these games, does it? <laughs> That's right. He does say I that. can't do that. I can't do his voice. Jason does a killer fucking yeah, cough. I know. Me. My runner up, by the way, is uh, Tim Allen. That was Jenna's call. Oh, that would have been good. That would have been good. Tim been, Allen. I, I should make Jenna just do a full recasting she, and have you. She's deliver. great at this. She's she has surpassed me. Yeah, the student has become the master. The master. <laughs> who who do you have next? Uh, how about Jenny Lewis? Haley. Haley. Okay. I went with uh, you won't know her the the actress's name. Her name is Mackenzie Foy, but Joe, you know her as Murph from Interstellar. Murph, Murph, Murph. I'm coming back for you. I'm Murph. coming back, Murph. Listen, Murph, <laughs> she'd be good, right? I'm she kind of looks like her. I'm pushing the books, Murph. <laughs> you gotta understand. Hear me, Murph. See it. See it. <laughs> you just make it a creepy. Just for the next fifty years, create a spaceship. Come get me. <laughs> I'm gonna show up. And make sure you get my ass. I can't wait to outlive you. <laughs> oh, God. That's the most unsatisfying bit to that right? movie. Yeah. The fact that like this father outlives She's his on her daughter. Deathbed. Yeah. And it's like, what? Yeah, but we got grandkids now. What was the point of this fucking movie? Was like we Exactly. We helped the survivability of the planet. Mm-hmm. And you get to fucking just live your life. Meanwhile, your daughter had to pick up where like all you fucking asshole adults who didn't even know what the fuck you were doing. Yeah. Just left. Oh. Okay. Um, Jenny Lewis for you okay Haley played by Emma Stone ah, yeah, I went easy go. on that nice, one nice. I went easy so that leaves us with Corey and Jimmy mm-hmm. are we gonna do we do Jimmy first and then Corey says let's, yeah let's do because Fred Savage is the star of this film man I mean you got you already know what the hell I'm doing here no so I'm just gonna go through my two do it uh, Jimmy uh-huh. is played by Casey Affleck I do it I do it and then Corey played by Scott Cohen <laughs> yes that's great the this brothers promotion <laughs> yes and they're just always like pestering each yes. other. Yeah, they're always well. They're always trying to like one up each other in the game. <laughs> Maybe stealing the controller away from each other. Uh, that's great. Uh, and directed by Steven Soderbergh. Of course, nicely done. I like that. Love when you have a theme. Uh, mine, I went a little more serious, but I went with um, again another child actor who you don't know. I usually don't go child actors. I, I skipped out of last yeah, last week's I'm, Goonies. I'm so weird. But uh, this one seemed Kids. to work out because I went with um, for Jimmy. Jimmy. I went with uh, Jacob Tremley, who uh, if you saw Room. With the aforementioned, I, not, no. uh, ooh. I haven't seen it. It's it a does, great film. It, it sticks with you. No, you're right. It's a hard watch. It, it looks like a Breaking Bad to me. It's a hard it's watch. Like, oh, this is so good. I'd say I saw oh, I saw it on an airplane when we were coming back from Europe, and that's the best place when you're like a captive audience and you have ten hours to kill. And it's like, well, I've always wanted to see this film. It's really good though, man, and it sticks with you and very poetic. It will make you cry. But damn, that kid is great. Yeah. Um, and he kind of plays a bit of. He's not autistic, but he's. He's a, he's a special child. <laughs> Never go full retard. Never go full retard. <laughs> uh, so Jacob Tremley will be Jimmy, and then finally the Fred Savage character will be played by one. I've, I've recast him before because Joe Golan. He was great in uh, Tomorrowland, and he was also oh. great in Looper when uh, he was the little special boy, the Rain wow. Man. Oh, <gasps> he played. They called him the Rain Man. They, in that, they sure in, did. In Looper, didn't they? They sure did. Pierce Gagnon. The, ra- the Rain. The Rain Maker. The Rain Maker. That's what it was. No, yeah, it was the Rain Maker. Was it the Rain Maker? Was what he was called in the yeah. future. Pierce Gagnon is that kid's That's, name. God, I love Looper, man. Yeah. You know, we keep we bring that up every once in a while, and I forget about that movie. How can and you it's forget not, about it? It's not that it. No, look, it's not that it's a forgettable movie. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those movies that like you kind of move on and you do the and you never really think to like, dude, we need to watch fucking Looper. Again. Dude, if you if you want to if you want to get excited about Star Wars Episode Eight. Watch that film That's and then right. realize that the guy responsible for this uh, is is helming the next Star Wars. It's gonna be fantastic. I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. So all mine directed by uh, Clint Eastwood, nice. <laughs> a man who knows nothing about video games, but uh, <laughs> I would good, love to good see good director. Just good play with, the games. Good with kids. How do those games work? <laughs> work on my El Torino. <laughs> no, it's Grand Torino. 
<laughs> my Grand Canyon. <laughs> Work on that. Uh, guys, if you have any thoughts Thank about you. The Wizard or uh, our, our thoughts on recasting or mm. anything we had to say about it, if you've been screaming at your podcast screen, like, guys, you didn't mention this, or fuck, you're so boring, um, go ahead and, uh, and let us know. On, on Facebook. We would love to hear back from you. Uh, in Facebook, put in the uh, the search bar, the editing bay, and you're going to find that picture of the woman with the bleeding eyes. That's us. That's Joel clearing his nose. Sorry. <laughs> I'm all out of Kleenex. Uh, I'm all out of Kleenex. <laughs> I'm nothing to wipe with. with. <laughs> or wipe with this. Ew. Ew. Um, what was I saying? What's oh, yeah. Talk Facebook, back to us Facebook, on Facebook uh, and let us know what you think about The Wizard. Yeah, recast it. Maybe recast we'll read it, it on the air like just we like did. Jared uh, did. Mm-hmm. Just um, like Jared. We all want to be like Jared. if you've got any ideas for movies that we could talk about in the future, we'd love to get your suggestions there as well. Uh, listener Michael Daly just uh, sent us another saw that. suggestion. What was it that he said? Oh, shit. Oh, Good it was, job. Uh, Good I'll pull it up. You vamp. I'll pull it up. I'm going to vamp. All right. Yeah. So that's where you could send suggestions to us. And we do read it all the time. We always uh, read those suggestions and messages that you guys send. It's very nice of you to do that. We appreciate you taking that time uh, to visit us on Facebook and also uh, write us those suggestions. But if you want to help us out a little bit more, if you've got a uh, an Apple device and uh, and you want to help us out, go to your podcast uh, app and put in the search bar there, the editing bay. Click on our uh, picture, and you can leave us a five-star rating and review. We'd totally appreciate that. Uh, helps when we finally get off our asses and try to get some sponsors to do a live <laughs> show. And uh, yeah, 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 you could do that. If you don't have an Apple device, you can always get us uh, on your Android by using the Podcast Attic and Podcast Republic apps. We got a website, right, Joel? We sure do. I was, I was hoping you were about to pipe in it. with like, Michael Daly uh, suggested this thing. <laughs> I've got it. It was Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, have you seen that one? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I've seen all three. There's three of them? Yeah. Oh, God. There might be four. I haven't seen any of those, but, but I've uh, seen three of them. Deep on my list is a, is a little known film called Mazes and Monsters starring Tom Hanks. Have you been oh, familiar with this? Yeah, I'm familiar with it. I've never seen it. Oh, we're going to have to do that in an upcoming episode. Uh, but not next week. Wait. Uh, <laughs> yes, no, I know. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I got I got scared there for a second. Our I was website. like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Our website is uh, editingbay.com. <laughs> I almost forgot there for a second. Editingbay.com. You can go there and bookmark it and find all, all of our links, all of our past episodes, all of our pictures, all of our swag. We're still selling t-shirts, and maybe we'll have something new in 2016. Also, correction from last week. Uh, it was not the Fratelli brothers in Ghostbusters 2 that went to the electric chair. It was the Scolari brothers. Scolari. So Peter Scolari? I can understand how. Peter Scolari? Peter Scolari, that's right. And his brother can understand why i was wrong that's Uh, good thank you for those corrections yes we also have a twitter handle which is at the editing bay and finally joe we have uh completed our mission we have 100 twitter followers that's right today just today we got our 100th follower uh that was uh at caitlin Gollum. thank you so much for uh, following us and listening uh she's a big hockey fan and she just turned 20 oh wow uh, and she hails from uh, montreal canadia ah well Top of the morning to A little to bit you. of light Facebook stalking. <laughs> we'll uh, get those information for you. Good so, day, uh, mate. Sorry for outing. <laughs> Put another shrimp on the, <laughs> the Barbie. Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. So thanks again, uh, Caitlin. You will be getting uh, some swag, some uh, to-be-announced swag. I know I said it, I announced it on this show, but um, I'm just going to send you a care package. We've got two or three uh, prizes we've been holding on to. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, Maybe I'll, maybe you could send Levi his stuff too. I'm absolutely are you gonna, gonna send be that doing to that? Caitlin nope. too. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin's gonna get the, the Sean Aston picture. <laughs> you want a signed autograph of Sean Aston? 
No, that's that's all coming. It'll be all shipping out this Friday, guys. So uh, DM me your details, and we'll get that in the mail for you. So thanks again, and uh, follow us on Twitter. That's again, that's at the Editing Bay. Hey, what are we doing next week? Well, next week, Joe. Oh, right, we're doing this, right? Yes, sir. We're uh, this is this is your idea. Actually, this is a, this is a this is a film that you and I watched a year ago. Uh, and it's 29th anniversary. We were the worst audience members, oh, by the way. Oh, people loved it. We were the worst. I have to imagine that uh, other people in the audience wish they knew as much as we knew about uh, 1985's Transformers the movie. 1986 yes. I should say, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, no, no. It's, it was 1986. Okay, is this the 30th anniversary or this 35th? Is the 30, I thought this was the 30th well, anniversary. Hold on now. It is the year 2005. <laughs> Dude. Oh, that score, that Vince DiCola Vince score. Vince Jeez. I've got that. I've got my soundtrack CD still in my car, and like I'll jam out to it. We, yeah, well, we sang pretty we much sang everything. We, we made it a quote along. I don't think it was a quote along. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be. But we turned it into but one. But we these two assholes in the glasses. So damn are singing everything. We're doing that again because the Alamo Draft House here in DFW is doing another screening of that, and we're gonna go and uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna watch it, and then we're gonna talk about it yeah, because we, there's a lot to talk about. Well, here's the fun thing: is that. Uh, mm-hmm. Sarah's never seen it. Has Jenna seen it? Jenna has never seen it. She oh, knows very little about Transformers. It's I mean, all about to change. And it's she'll do what uh, she'll know. She'll soon know what Bob Weep Grown Up Weep Ninny Bomb means. She's gonna know what Omega Supreme is. <laughs> <laughs> Something that you get order at Taco Bell, right? <laughs> I'm going to get a Crunchurita and uh, some Omega Supremes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this. One of those I can't Doritos wait. tacos. I know that I, I don't like generally talking about animated films because it's so weird to try to do like the recasting and like... Recast them. Oh, we can do the voice, voiceover. Yeah. No, I know. But this movie's fucking... Like, it's, it's a great a, film. It's so good. It's, it's, how, it's how you want all of your favorite properties as a child to be, no pun intended, transformed into... Uh, a feature-length film. It, it translated really well on the big screen, mm-hmm. and especially when you consider... And <laughs> we should save all this for next week. Yeah. But when you consider like that it was created just to be a, vacant, a, a, a commercial... Sure. ...for the next line of toys, like... It's still a fucking great story. They did it well. They did it they, so well. They had the tools. <laughs> they had, they had the, the talent. The wizard could have learned a few tricks. They sure could have. From this uh, film. So next week, Transformers the movie. All right. Well, uh, then we'll see you. That's not streaming on anything, is it, for other people to I check out? I don't think so, but do yourself a favor and go f- pay for this Pick film. Pick it up. It's yeah. great. I, I, I have my DVD copy of it, so I could kind of go deeper into it just a little bit they're, after we watch it. And or, I think they're releasing a Blu-ray of it sometimes. Man, so. I hope so, because they've released a Blu-ray of the animated G.I. Joe movie. No, they, but <laughs> who cares? Oh, dude! Yeah, dude, you, you like that one too? Yeah, All right, we'll talk about. Have that. you seen that one? No, no. Holy shit! Yeah, but you weren't I? a big GI Joe fan. I really wasn't. So I don't think it's gonna. Even if you watch it now, it's unless not gonna impress a, you. Unless they, there's robots. But there's Don Johnson. <laughs> Again, you're not sweetening the deal. <laughs> and he sounds like it sounds like it's Marlboro Man. <laughs> My old man told me before he left this shit. <laughs> All right, guys. Next week, we're going to be talking about Transformers, uh, the movie, not the Michael Bay one. No. Uh, and we will see you here for that. Jeff, thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Joel, always a pleasure. Yeah, pleasure's all mine. See you guys next week. Thanks. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.